Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, John C. Phillips, Purvis Never Nervous Ellison, Dante Jones, Joey Devine, Zon Tabak, Antoine Walker, Tyus Edney. John Keane, Kenny Anderson, Walter McCarty, special guest Mike Malloy, Dana Barrows, musical guest the Dropkick Murphys, and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, guys. Welcome to Round Ball Rock, the NBA's funniest podcast. I don't know what we are. We need a tagline. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Dave is not here, as always. He's at Comic-Con. He was also apparently on BBC News talking about O.J. Simpson today. That's Uh, really weird. Yeah. uh, Sean and and our... (laughs) Our guest, Mike Malloy, is here, the funniest Boston fan we know. Sorry, Jeff Cleary. Yeah, in your um. face. <laughs> Suck it, Gondelman. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Gondelman's much funnier. Sorry, Dubberoo. Let's, let's be real. Yeah, Seth you... Myers, kiss my ass. <laughs> Gondelman's takes are too positive, though. Yeah, he's always being nice to people and positive. Yeah. You're like, in fact, you're like the yang to Gondelman's yeah. yin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the fucking, like, the black putrid that would spew from John. Josh Gondelman, if he was capable of hating, yeah, it's like you're like you're like Shadow Gondelman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Dave, if you ca- if you caught Dave on uh, BBC World News, send it to us because we haven't seen it. Uh, but what was what was Dave's take? 
I have no idea. He just lock that him he was up on again, there. Lock him up again. <laughs> what if they? What if they were asking Dave about the release? And Dave's like, "All right, I watched, I watched the documentary. I'm ready. I watched the FX show." And they're like, "So, OJ was jerking off in his cell, huh? <laughs> that kept him from." That was so messed up that they knew they. Everybody knew he was getting paroled, and today they're like. Yeah, he he masturbated in his cell once. Yeah, which like if you had three years to yourself, don't you think you would have jerked off once or twice? Like, you can't can't fucking. <laughs> I didn't like watch a, it. Wait, that was a thing. Yeah, that well, that came out today. Like he didn't even get a disciplinary hearing about. They just did it to embarrass him. Yeah, you know. So he did it once. Well, because there's a <laughs> he's in. He's, I think he's in a federal prison. Yeah. Okay. And they made a federal prison act that was supposed to stop sexual assaults in prison. Uh-huh. But, of course, it is just a way to, like, punish inmates for any kind of sexual sure. behavior. The thing that was depressing to me, though, was I'm like, Jesus, man, that guy's 70. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I ever going to be able to stop? Yeah. Like, am I... <laughs> Can I just get, like, a lobotomy or something at a certain point? Like, I just don't. I don't, uh, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like nobody seems to want to talk about the fact that the man's a f- clearly a fucking sociopath because he has no remorse for what he did. <laughs> like, even in the parole hearing, he's like, I still don't get it. It's my stuff. Why can't I, like, yeah, it's can like- you just shut the fuck up <laughs> for a second? Protect, <laughs> thank you, just for, act, act. You were in Lethal Weapon or whatever the fuck it was, uh, <laughs> fucking Naked Gun. You know what the fuck to do. Protect, act like a person who's sorry for a fucking hour. That's all you had to do. Just act. I shouldn't have done it. There's no nothing. Yeah. Nothing I should have done in that. <laughs> Looking back, I would have. I would have done things completely differently. It doesn't matter if it was my stuff. I shouldn't have gone in there with a gun. He's still just like. It's my stuff. Why am I here? Yeah. Well, Idiot. That's why you're here, because you don't get it. Wasn't the problem actually not that it was his stuff, though? Didn't he was also steal Joe Montana's stuff? Yes. Hey, yeah, and he stole other stuff. <laughs> that, ruins, that ruins the leg you stand on when you're like, I had to get my stuff back and some limited edition Pete Rose yeah. stuff. <laughs> and, and some of Pete Rose's stuff could also be considered mine in yeah. a way. <laughs> Like we're both. I mean, we're, we're both, both blackballed. We're both, we're both blackballed. <laughs> uh, only casinos would employ us at this point. Oh man, what if OJ goes that route and becomes like like signs autographs? That's what he's gonna do. I think Something he hit a lot of money. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, I heard he has like a five million dollar pension that they couldn't take for some reason. Like he gets pension checks from. The NFL, the Screen Actors Guild, mm-hmm. and then somebody else. But then he also has uh, like police a... squad. Yeah, he has his police squad <laughs> yeah. pension. Yeah, yeah, he, he has, has a lot of watch. disability. <laughs> he's, he's getting social security now too. He's got uh, yeah, those, oh, yeah. those checks that are drying up. Yeah, but no, he also has five million dollars somewhere. Somehow he put five million dollars somewhere that they couldn't touch. Yeah, and I mean he hasn't had any. He hasn't had to pay rent for a while. Yeah, so. When you've spent the last fifteen years of your life avoiding paying somebody thirty three million you owe them for killing your family, mm-hmm. you probably you probably move move money around. Here's oh. here's a question. They're roughly the same age. They're interested in a lot of the same things. What are the odds that in the next year Trump and OJ go golfing together? Motherfucker. He's gonna pardon him or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> like that's that's just gonna be like he's got to get his his shit in quick before the the walls close in. Trump's just gonna be like, yeah, like winners. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great murderer. One yeah. of the one of the greatest <laughs> murderers of our time. Uh, uh, I bet OJ has a. I bet they've already signed OJ up for Mar-a-Lago, right? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, no, got, they, he's got a direct flight from the prison to Marlock. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys like? Uh, well, we have extremely poor taste. Yeah. Uh, we love cocaine. Everything's uh, gold. Women who have had a lot of plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Golf and being trash, being human <laughs> trash. I think anybody who wants to spend time in Florida should just be eliminated from any vote ever. Like yeah. It should just be like, here's a map. Where would you like to go? <laughs> And if somebody points to Florida, you just go, okay, so you're not you, – you're actually going to just – we're going to chain you up to in the backyard, and that's where you're going to sit for forever. Yeah. I mean, the the one thing I can understand is, like, if you've lived in, like, a brutally cold place, and now you're really old. Uh, yeah, if you're 100 and you're yeah. just like, how can I die quick? <laughs> <laughs> like – I gotta speed up the process. I've aged, I've aged eighty years in eighty years. I'm thinking about aging like thirty in the yeah. next four, and just cooking this shit, getting it done. Um. So yeah, that's that was Dave. Uh, Dave on yeah, BBC. Congratulations. News. Uh, we'll be back with him next week. Yeah. Um. Some business to get uh, to get out of the way here, oh, real that's quick. Right, uh, guys, we're at forty nine iTunes reviews, and you know what happens when we get to fifty? We have to record a commentary track for the Billy Crystal George Marison movie, My Giant. <laughs> and we're, oh, we're it's so close. We're one five star review away. So, Billy. You made it sound like iTunes makes you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like iTunes once, is forcing once us. Once we hit 50, <laughs> iTunes has commissioned us <laughs> to do a running commentary of My Giant. My Giant, which is a movie about white slavery, of it course. Really, yeah. 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 It is. Uh, so, George or Billy, if you're out there and you want to you wanna be the review that sends us over the top, review us. We, we're one away, guys. Mm-hmm. And that 50th review, it's got to be a special one. So, yeah. Send us your review. Uh, you can also send us questions and uh, messages and whatever at our email, roundballrockpod at gmail.com, or on Twitter at roundrockpod, which we should have kept the ball on or cut the ball on one of those. Uh, it's Yo, very it's, confusing. Uh... Uh, Facebook. We also have a Facebook page like that. All right. Let's go to the news. That's That's business. Let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Oh, and uh, we oh. do want to just a shout out to, to Dubaroo, who said his favorite Boston Celtic in the 90s was Dino Raja. Why? Just. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Like, you just like. 40-year-old Serbs with back hair? Like, what's... It's a good name. It's like, a great name. Don't get me wrong. But, like, he didn't but it's do a, jack shit. I mean, he may have been, like, a part-time assassin. I'm sh- I'm pretty sure they signed him when he was, like, 40. Like, he was already a very, very old man. 
He feels like a guy that should have been in the NBA Him in, like, Simona. the 70s. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, like, like if, if, he, if he had gone, like, when he, like, was young, uh-huh. he probably would have been decent. Like, same thing with, like, Sabonis. Sabonis lost, like, 10 years of his best years playing. Well, Sabonis, if he'd come over as young, he very possibly could have been the best player in the NBA yep. at a point. But he, you know, when you're – when you like – he just hurt his knees standing in line for stuff. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's well, like, well, they had to putting that head like the size of his head there. His weight, his knees were carrying a lot of weight there. And I mean, there's <laughs> no way he had shoes in his size. And... <laughs> um, all right. Let's go to the news, though. Okay. The Rockets are selling are for sale. You guys, the Houston Rockets. Know if I, I can come up with the money in time. I know. <laughs> well, my question though is, why would you sell a basketball team right now? Because you can have several billion dollars. Is he? And I don't know that the valuations are going to get better going forward. I think they're going to get better because Adam Silver is going to legalize gambling. Mm, that is true. Do you think <laughs> that maybe it like he's already sick of Chris Paul? It's been two weeks. It's a fair and point. He's just I don't like... understand how he didn't cash out after Dwight Howard. If anybody was going to sour me on <laughs> yeah. the idea of fucking employing basketball players, I think it would be having paid Dwight Howard. Yeah, and, and having to cover up his his messes. This is a very quick turnaround for Chris Paul to chase a person out of town, though. Yeah. the quickest ever. Oh man, you know he um, he also sold the Comets. <gasps> the WNBA franchise, but that was ten years ago because they have oh. since folded. I thought they. Oh, they they contracted. <laughs> they were wildly they successful. They were like the champs the first like three or four years. Cheryl Swoops and Cynthia Cooper. Cynthia Cooper, she killed it. Yeah. Uh, they don't. Have so maybe the Houston Rockets, much like the Comets, are going to fold in one year. <laughs> I think that probably won't happen, but. It's also weird that they're just spending so much money yeah, right before a sale. Usually you cut payroll before you sell. That is a, a very fair point. But I also I hate the salary cap now because there's so much of these guys that should be getting paid so much more. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's making shitty guys get paid more just because they're just like, yeah. well, we have to pay somebody this summer because the cap's stupid. Like, if you don't want to spend money, you shouldn't have to. But, like... You well, also shouldn't have to just dump $20 million into fucking Jeff Teague. <laughs> I can't. Why? Why would you do that? You went so far out of your way to trade Ricky Rubio, who's making $16 million, mm-hmm. And you go, oh, oh, fucking new lease on life. What do we do? Hey, Jeff Teague, who's never done fuck all for anybody, who can't do, who doesn't do Anything better than 10 other point guards in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a single... Like, he's not a better... He's not a top 10 passer. He's not a top 10 shooter. He's not a top 10 defender. He's not... To, what, what is it... Like, what does Jeff Teague do for you? Um, I don't understand how they could... Space. They couldn't have put it together to get George Hill. Like Anything. George, get, get George... Even if they had been like, hey, Derek Rose. That would have made sense. And then, like, we the have man. all this money to get people who can shoot but yeah yeah. but no jeff teague he just seems like he's the most average player in the nba yeah he's 
Well, it's just average. to value just, over Jeff Teague. That's the, the that's the stat, right? Drug is what he is. <laughs> yeah. he's just a walking fucking meh. That's huh. wh- what eleven is he points a game. Eleven Six points. Six assists. It's a, huh. it's a shooting thirty five percent from number. three. A, Can he mm-hmm. guard guys? No. If they're not that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the not yeah the not good ones he can guard. And, and what do you want to do? Lock that in for three years and fifty million dollars. Anytime you have a chance to do that, you got to do it. Uh, like and he he went to the Pacers last year, and they immediately were well. like, "Oh, yeah. we shouldn't have done that." They gave up things for a player, and then they just went, "Oh, you know what? We'd rather have nothing." Yeah, we'd ra- we literally, <laughs> you know, what would be better than this player? The absence of this player. Yeah, Get, like, what does that tell you? Well, they, they went from Jeff Teague to Darren Collison. Now, yeah. granted, they a are the Indiana Pacers, move. but yeah. The a lateral <laughs> move at $15 million less. On a the plus side, team. though, Jeff Teague does not hit his wife when it, but it, between him and Darren Collison. Oh, Dar- yeah, Darren Collison yeah. does do that. I was like, yeah, oh, wait, who? Oh, wait, yeah, Darren Collison. And I believe if you sign Jeff Teague, uh, Marcus Teague has to do chores around the practice facility. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you get. You get a free ball man. Yeah. Um, uh, the best, the most exciting part about the Rockets being for sale, though, is Dikembe Mutombo claims he wants to buy them. Uh, would Dikembe Mutombo immediately become the f- most fun owner in the history of sports? No, I don't think he'd be what we'd want him to be. Like, we are all expecting, like, We're, we'd all be expecting, like, Trump, it, like, anti, like a reverse uh-huh. Trump. Like, mm-hmm. he's let off the fucking hook, but he's saying silly shit. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But what we'd get is, like, what they should be doing with Trump, which is, like, a fucking toned down Dikembe Mutombo. Mm. And I feel like we'd be cheated. Well, yeah. like, we don't, you'd look at him and you'd be like, this is fun. This guy's so crazy. Yeah. And then you look and you're like, well, this crazy guy who speaks eight languages yeah. and has. Uh, two two undergraduate degrees from Georgetown that he got in three years and has managed a system of hospitals. You're like, oh, he's just a savvy businessman yeah. who happens to have a hilarious accent. But it's like he'd I'd finger wag though so much from uh from his owner's seat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be a delight. <laughs> and that would be fun. And I mean, he did also once walk into a strip club and yell, "Who wants to sex my No, that wasn't a strip club. That was just a party. Oh, excuse a, me. I believe excuse that me. was a, a hotel that he walked into and said, "Who wants to sex Matumbo? He's the best." I uh, I said that I said this long ago, and I guess they kind of started to do it. They had him like be one of the judges for the slam dunk mm-hmm. contest, but I want him to commentate. The dunk contest. Like yes. Having yeah. him just hold up a fucking sign does nothing for me. Like, let me hear. Like, let me hear Matumbo. Talk. Just mic him up and keep him on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That'd be fun. I love Matumbo, man. He's the best. All right. So if Matumbo wouldn't be that fun of an owner, uh-huh. who would be the most fun person to own the Houston Rockets? Ooh. I don't know right now. Let me think. Because I, mean, I have an idea. Do it. Moses Malone Jr. Oh, oh. <laughs> James Harden's nemesis. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, James Harden paid a guy, a 
Moses Malone allegedly Jr. is suing James, <laughs> Harden suing James Harden because James Harden paid people to beat him, beat up Moses Malone Jr. and rob him. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, he probably... Why did he... I don't know. That I I don't know. I don't know (laughs) why they have beef. Like, he's presenting this case before a judge and they don't have a motive? Uh, Well, it's not... It hasn't gone to... We don't the have point, the point where yet. we know yet. Yeah, but what but I have heard, like what I have heard on Twitter, is Houston reporters saying this story is much crazier than they're letting us tell you right now. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Beatings for hire, and but Listen. but James Harden has signed that extension now, right? Yeah. yeah. So He's now he in. can buy his way out of anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that would be. I would love that. Uh, also, it would be kind of fun if Steve Ballmer sold the Clippers and bought the Rockets. <laughs> I don't understand what he's doing. Anyways, he cries a lot. Steve Steve Ballmer, he's <laughs> so <does>. emotional, <laughs> so emotional. Like I, uh, what was it? It was the, the. I think it was the meeting with. Blake Griffin, or no, it was with Durant. Like Balmer started crying in the meeting, <laughs> and I'm just like, "How do you expect anybody to sign with you if you keep crying in the middle of He's a business intense. meeting?" He's intense. I don't care if I went in for a job interview, and I'm like, "Hey, yeah, no, I'd like to be fucking whatever your director." Of yeah, sales, you want me to be whatever. transferred to your franchise? From this yeah. thirty team cartel, yeah, like, yeah. like and 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 the guy just starts crying every time we talk <laughs> about, yeah, like maybe I'll like what are the what are the benefits, what is the comp structure, <laughs> and he's just crying the whole time. Fuck that! I'm just being like, you know what? I think I'm fine where I am. My current boss cries a lot less. I, it's one of the things. It's one of the things I've always admired about him is that he doesn't just start crying in the middle of fucking mm-hmm. meetings. Like a a giant fucking idiot. And I don't know what that fucking that giant scary pink bird is doing here. What is that mascot? What is it? Why is it kinda oh, naked? Chuck the Condor. Why is awful. That motherfucking idiot. He had a chance to make complete fucking synergy and make it clippy. He could have just made yeah. it clippy the fucking the paper yeah. clip and been like, Hey, this is clippy. You may remember him from fucking Microsoft. I'm bringing him with me. He's on the team. I traded for him. I mean, no one legitimately likes the Clippers anyway, no, unless something them. awful happened to them. I, I see you're le- I see you're celebrating an alley oop. Would you yeah. like me yeah. to teach you how? And like, <laughs> weren't the people Andy who like the paperclip starts crying? <laughs> I feel like all the fans of the Clippers are like it's people like Matt Walsh. Like comedians who had to move to L.A. and mm-hmm. couldn't stomach the Lakers, so it's like I guess it's kind of funny to have a Clippers hat. But so bring also, in Clippy, baby. I feel like the most people that have Clippers tickets are just like, hey, I can't afford Lakers tickets, but I want to see yeah. the other twenty-nine teams in the league. I mean, I, I, the, the last time I went to a bunch of basketball games in a year, I was basically just, it was very opportunistic and budgeted yeah and it meant i saw the brooklyn nets three times <laughs> i saw evan turner get a triple double for the celtics <laughs> uh, i do not miss it's the saddest triple double i've ever seen like they announced it and the crowd I was, was like so happy to see really? him go he ugh. he seems like a cool guy cool guy nice dude glad he got yeah. paid 
glad that it wasn't the Celtics. I think another ownership group for the Houston uh, Rockets that would be funny is if it was like the worst people from Houston yeah. got together, like Lance Armstrong and Roger Clemens. I just oh my god, <laughs> Lance Armstrong and Roger Clemens—that would be awesome. Just like like team above the law. I just wanted to be an oil tycoon who just openly shoots guns at the game. <laughs> <laughs> who just will every basket just shoot a gun. He shoots a gun the and then just writes a check to the league and it's like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Texas style basketball. <laughs> Putting holes in the fucking Toyota Center. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Open fuck, carry, fuck baby. That. Yeah, fuck that roof. I'll buy a new roof. I'm fucking oil tycoon. Yeah, the Houston Rockets are going to have the first fucking open-air stadium in basketball because <laughs> their owner keeps shooting the fucking roof. All right, another news story. Manu is back, you guys. Yeah. We're staying in Texas, and Manu is back. Very, Very excited about fun. that. I feel like he didn't get a proper farewell. Like It was kind of just like the playoffs that people were just like – it was once they were like about to be eliminated, they were just like, oh, Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, because oh, he had that he had that awesome moment against the Rockets, yeah. blocking Harden. But then that once once Kawhi got hurt, yeah, that Spurs series was, was just doomed. yeah. And so then it was kind of like like he got a big ovation at home, but it was just what I what I'm like going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Manu's Manu's career spans that of four different Batmen. So that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kilmer, Clooney, Bale, and Affleck, and th- all in his professional career, and three Spider Men, three Spider Men, three Spider Men. Yeah. The uh, I thought the Spurs were gonna make a splash this summer. They really didn't do shit. Well, they signed Rudy Gay. Th- oh, that was actually one move that I thought was pretty good. But, but they like, let Jonathan Simmons go. Yeah, and, and got- I mean he could. Be good. He could not be. I really don't. I I haven't seen a whole lot of him. I mean, we really only saw this season out of him. But like, they had a chance at you know, like Chris Paul. There were rumblings at. There were rumblings about Lowry. There was rumblings about moving Lamarcus Aldridge. I think they still have to move Lamarcus Aldridge. I think of all the teams that Carmelo Anthony makes the most sense for, it's the Spurs because they can if they took like they could trade for Carmelo and and they could take back that Noah contract. Mm-hmm. That's the only team that I think Noah like makes sense for. Oh, playing for Pop and Yeah, yeah like figuring Well, yeah, cuz you watch the way their their system is such that last year in the playoffs, I looked at him and was like, "Oh, David Lee, pretty useful NBA yeah, player." He yeah. sucked with the Cuz he can just stand you just know, stand at the corner of the space. key in, like, yeah. direct traffic. And, you know, Noah's a good passer. And yeah. you don't really have to be fast to be a big shots. man for the Spurs. Yeah. He doesn't need shots. He just, he's going to grab rebounds. He's going to keep balls alive. He's going to tip shit. He's going to block shots. That's yeah. what he does. It's such a bad contract, though. Like, you're I mean, paying have so to much. It's to really bad. But, I mean, I'm sure there's a contract they're looking to get out from under that they could Lamarcus no, because they well, it's Lamarcus, <laughs> well, Lamarcus, but, I mean, but to, for, to get to get Anthony back as well. But yeah, I don't think there is because they Jedi mind trick Pau Gasol to opting out. I mean, yeah, you 
Yeah, has he re- have they figured out a resign? I mean, he's just going to resign there. Oh, but they, they haven't, haven't figured Tony it out Parker yet. Too. That's the other yeah. thing they would do. But yeah, um, they won't trade Tony Parker though. They're too they loyal. Should the Spurs are loyal? But what if they do, they make that trade with the the Knicks today and go, hey, take Tony Parker, uh-huh. release him if you want to, and we can add him back mid season. They later. can't do that anymore. Why can't they? Uh, it's the, uh, um, the, oh, it has to be a calendar year. Yeah, it has to be a full calendar year before you can re-sign a guy now. Because it's the, uh, oh. the what's the kidney guy from Miami's? Uh, the Alonzo Morning yeah, Rule? Yeah, it's the Alonzo Morning Rule. Oh. <laughs> it also could be the Jerry Stackhouse, right? Because yeah, it used to be like a month. Yeah. Because uh, Alonzo Morning, they kept trading him, and then he would just, Refuse to show up to places and then go back to Miami. Yeah. They like trade him to like the Raptors. Yeah. He's like, no. I'm not yeah, for Vince Carter, right? Or because he was in, on the Nets. He's in the he Vince was on the Nets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on the Nets. I think he was a part of it. And that's when he signed with Miami. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing I would say about it. Vince Carter probably, you know, correctly got a bunch of heat for his exit from the Raptors. But what Alonzo Mourning did is so much more unacceptable. Yeah. Fuck it, I can't believe Vince Carter signed with the Kings. I love it. He that was at Summer League, he was like it looked like by the end of the game he was coaching the team and not the real guy yeah. who was doing it. I uh I thought he would have ended up somewhere with a better shot at contending, but that Kings team well, I really like what they're doing. His though. deal's only a year, and it's for $8 million. So what's going to happen is they'll buy him out in January, and oh, then maybe. he'll go to a contender. That would make sense. Or so he goes to one. be like a player coach for to coach up the, the young guys for a yeah, little bit. Cause yeah, because like, I know they didn't re-sign Gay, and I don't think they should have because he probably would have wanted the long-term deal from them. But like they got De'Aaron Fox. They got, got Giles, who I think – you know, obviously, if his body injury works. injury problems, but like getting him at twenty, yeah, he could be a top five product. Uh, they got George Hill. I wish they had maybe made less years on him. Well, he's his uh, third year is almost fully unguaranteed. Oh, actually. really? Yeah. Well, then that's not that bad. Yeah. Um, and then I really like the Zach Randolph signing. Yeah, that was like no, I'm. They are doing what the Sixers never did, which is getting, which like, is bringing getting. in adults to teach the young guys yeah, how to that, play. Yeah, that was always a problem they that the Sixers had, but like I think they did a great job of it this year. Like bringing in Reddick, bringing in Amir Johnson. Yeah, I just worry that it's a little too late. Maybe. Oh, that there's too many guys who have just lost over and over again. Yeah, like I, I just think like somebody like Jaleel Okafor probably has a kind of different career if. There's somebody there to like, yeah. Teach him how to be a professional basketball player. I'm so glad the Celtics didn't give up anything of substance for him because that was, <laughs> there was certainly talk of that. But if they were like, "Hey, give us one of the Celtics picks, not one of the Lakers ones or the Nets one for Okafor," I take him. He can rebound. He can do the stuff they need him to do. They don't need him to touch the ball that much. I was surprised he, he wasn't a free throw in on the Fultz trade, but but they I, had to keep the cap space. The he cap. makes yeah, a yeah. lot of money because yeah. it was, was the yeah, it's like pick. six million because it's a you know he was a top three pick. Yeah, yeah. He 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 sent. I I would not be shocked if in like two years he revitalizes his career on like the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. 
you know, they'll have a spot. Yeah, because like Orleans somehow Noel's he and Noel <laughs> play together and it works really well. Yeah, what's going on with him? He hasn't re-signed yet, right? Yeah. They're just it's waiting. It's tough when you have a weird guy that's kind of limited and you're not trying to win, so you're yeah. not even really trying to maximize No, but also the problem is is all the other teams ran out of money, so they're both staring at each other not knowing what his market is. Oh, oh, with Noel. Yeah, with Noel. He'd be better off just taking the tender. I think he should, too. He should just Greg Monroe it. Um, I wonder if they have... I mean, the Mavs obviously have a number in mind, and his agent has a different number. Well, isn't his agent Rich Paul, too? Those always... Rich Paul, all the restricted. Yeah, didn't Tristan Thompson sign in like August? Yeah, no, yeah. like it was like, like the so day the season started. Uh, and uh, I remember everybody was like, "That's ridiculous!" It was like four years, seventy-five million, and then it was like, "That's nothing now." Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but yeah. I bet I bet he thinks his number is closer to twenty. I bet they think it's closer to ten. Mm-hmm. Probably, and I think. I mean, it'll it'll be really interesting too because the the Mavs are going to have just a massive amount of cap space next year. I don't understand I why w- Dirk took no money this year. Oh, oh, I know, I know what that is because he has they signed him to a one plus one. Yeah, and so what he's getting next year is enough. Like last year, he he did the same thing in 2015, uh-huh. and then like last year, he got like 20 million or something. But why would you? F- why would you backload it if you think the the play is for next year? Because like, they're gonna they're gonna it? wait for him to sign. Uh, they're they're they can pay him as much as they want for the following season. Yeah, and so they're just gonna sign him last. Yeah, no, I understand that part, but I'm saying for this year they're giving him like ten million. Yeah, which like they have caps, they have cap space. It's not even like they're at the hard cap; they have fucking space. Oh, why didn't they sign him for more now? So why not give him more now and go, hey, we're you know, let's make it a two-year, forty million dollar deal. It's fucking thirty this year. It's ten next year. So next year we have wiggle room with the cap. Yeah. Instead, they're just like he's just not getting it. I think there's a cap. Well, I don't know why he's taking it, but there's there is some provision for them to be able to pay him like 25 million next year. Yeah. Which but it's weird because they they used some of the cap space to absorb Josh McRoberts for like a pick, I guess. But a way way future yeah, pick. Yeah. I They were trying well, to they dump got, a Well, they dumped AJ Hammonds, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, it seems like they should have paid him more. Yeah. He also doesn't do any endorsements. Which is strange. Is he going to maybe, He probably like, does endorsements in Germany. Yeah. I don't think he does any, though. Really? He doesn't have an agent. <laughs> he's like... He just he's has, like, like a Murray? shooting coach slash life oh, partner. Oh, yeah, you're right. He, it's been his, like, shooting coach's, like, entire life, right? Yeah, Gunter yeah. or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. that guy's name is. Oh, I but I wonder if that. Dirk's like, well, I'm keeping 15% of whatever I get... Like I don't have to yeah. give that away, and well, I also wonder. I mean, clearly, the second he retires, he is gonna like be part owner of the. That's Mavericks. the real like. They're keeping track of like every dollar yeah. he gives back, and it's gonna be. 
I mean, I don't know what their runaround is, but he's gonna like. He'll be an executive producer on Shark Tank. I was just gonna say yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> God, he would be great. He'd like he'd try out all the products. And... Wow, uh, I've never had a toasted sandwich that's quite this good before. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, just so laid back and give a special chair. Man, this is. Dirk Tank, man. I'm just la- I'm just happy. <laughs> Look, as long as the league has Dirk and Manu, like that's a fun league just by itself. Just like that weird corner of Texas with those weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> is there anyone else left? It's it's like them and Vince Carter. Is that everybody left Pierce. who was drafted in the nineties? Yeah, Pierce is retired. Oh, he's he's Which, signing. We're gonna. That's, well, let's do. Let's that's our go next to that. news yeah. story. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul Pierce signed a one-day contract to retire as a Celtic. Uh, what is this bullshit NFL shit? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of other teams do it. Paul Pierce never like it was circumstances outside of Paul Pierce's control that led him elsewhere. He would have preferred to be a Celtic for the rest of his life. We would have preferred to, for him to be a Celtic for the rest of his life, but it didn't make sense for either side. So. A fucking great deal was struck yeah. with those idiots down in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And we, they took ev- everything. They took everything. <laughs> and then Paul Pierce was just like, all right, I fucking served my time. I'm going elsewhere. And went, went home to L.A. where mm-hmm. he enjoyed himself. Well, and he also went to Washington. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's a little less forgivable. He had, a, he had a good time in L.A., though, it seemed like. Last yeah, year. he had a better time in Washington when he randomly destroyed the Raptors as a 90-year-old yeah, man. That was, great. <laughs> that was fun. But I this, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, it's uh here's a question though. Did this does this hurt their cap situation? Like could they have I doubt could it. they have gotten away with keeping Avery Bradley cuz Paul Pierce's one-day salary <laughs> pushes them over the apron? I'm sure that was something that they <laughs> took into consideration. <laughs> I assume somebody much smarter than us had looked at this and been like, hey, this is going to fuck shit up if we do this, if we do this fucking, like, just ceremonial thing. Yeah. So maybe let's not, if that's the case. <laughs> I always love, like, there's sometimes in the NFL, like, I know I know Jerry Rice retired as a 49er, that's but sometimes you'll see a guy and you're like, Marcus Robinson signed a one-day contract with the Chicago Bears? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot that I'm just like, you don't need to do that. Like, we remember what team you played for. There's no need for ceremony. You didn't play there for, like, more than 10 years. Nobody really liked you that much anyway. So, like, well, who are we doing this for? Yeah. But, like, Paul Pierce played for the Celtics for forever and is, like, I think their all-time leading scorer, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, I think he surpassed Bird. Uh, he obviously he's not the all time leading uh, Connect Four uh, leader, though. That's that is Rondo. That's Rondo. Rondo. Yeah, he's not not <laughs> just the, nudging not the out Tommy Heinsohn. <laughs> not the all time greatest roller skater either, because that would go to Rajon Rondo. He's got a lot of priorities. That guy. <laughs> yeah, dancing in the sh- fucking tub, breaking his arm. <laughs> Hey, now he's uh, he's a he's back New with Orleans Boogie. Pelican. Back with Boogie. Oh yeah, I'm sure those two won't kill each other. No, I, I mean, don't. what a great place for Demarcus Cousins to be, New Orleans, well, with Rajon Rondo. That's another name that I bet comes up around uh, the deadline. Is is Cousins? If 
if shit doesn't go well in New Orleans, like that's another name that's going to pop up, and the Celtics have a bunch of stuff that they could trade. And it seems like, but they could have already traded a bunch of stuff for Boogie, and they kept passing up on it. Yeah, I mean the price might go down. They don't. Do I think Boogie would have been enough for them to win the finals last year? No, I don't. Do I think he's enough to push them to the finals this year? Maybe. Like, that's a pretty scary team. If you have Bo- Cousins, you have Hayward, you have uh, Thomas, you have Smart, you have Brown, you have Tatum. That's a pretty scary team. Going uh, you have the the worst, uh, the worst of the twins. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he... I Although mean, the better college twin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care for either of them. But that, I mean, they needed a power forward. He serves that purpose. He can str- he can shoot at a decent clip from mid-range. Isn't, but isn't, uh, do they need a power forward? Yeah. That's my question. Their it seems like it's, so oh, I know their rebounding sucks, but Marcus Morris isn't actually a very good rebounder either. Markeith is the one who rebounds. Well, that that I mean, your but danger, I, well, your danger <laughs> is that you could get some like parent trap shenanigans, yeah. and Markeith could sneak onto the team and sabotage stuff. <laughs> I think Marcus. Uh, I don't remember the statistics off the top of my head, but I think he was a much better rebounder when Drummond was off the floor. Sure. So, I mean, I think a big part of the the reason was he wasn't getting rebounds was because Drummond was right there. Yeah, but that was so. one year. I mean, in Houston, they played him at the three a lot, like he's because the, he was such a bad rebounder. No, he's the he's the bigger twin. Yeah, right. But his but he's the one that they played at the three in Phoenix and Houston because he wasn't a good enough rebounder. But didn't they play him alongside his? Oh, I guess I guess his brother was on Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I'm not thrilled about him. I don't want him there, but maybe I just don't that was get just a contract that they took. To back. me, it just seems like the Celtics is a team entirely made of three fours now. Two three is more than anything. I mean, most of those guys aren't big enough to play the four. Yeah, but like Tatum's gonna be a three four. He's six, like, but that's the thing. Like, he's six he's, eight. He should, right, like he should be a three. For Brown three can't shoot, so you can't really play him on the wing. Brown, Brown is getting better at his. He's shooting. getting better, but like, and he's a he's a pure three. You can't play him at the two. Well, I oh, think no, they can I play him. At, I think they're gonna play him, play him at the two. I think that's where they're gonna yeah. play him more than anything, especially now with Bradley gone. He can defend one, two, and three, and four. They were playing, but him Crowder's at a three, four. Yeah, I think Crowder's gonna be the one that's. Horford refuses to play the five. I mean, he will, but like he doesn't like it, and he complains about it all the time. So yeah. he's also a four. Well, he's gonna play center, though. Yeah, I know he's going to, but he hates it. I are mean, you gonna? gonna are you Zizic? They are, say it. The f- they're gonna start Zizic. Really rough in summer league, but also that summer league. Yeah, um, he looked really good in Euro league, which. Oh man, we we loved Semi. By the way, he was great. I really like him. So, but a, that's another four. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's uh one of my buddies knew him at Duke, and he's like, yeah, he's he's very good. Yeah, you're gonna like him. He's like, right. he's um, I've never really seen a basketball player that looks like him <laughs> because he he's like legitimately super super ripped yeah and not in like a dwight howard 
like defined skinny guy he's way. He's built like a fucking linebacker. Yeah, he yeah. no, he looks like he looks like uh, a defensive end. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's a pass yeah, yeah, rusher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like he's built like fucking Julius Jason Peppers. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we also saw him hit like seven threes in a summer league game, so we're like, this is the greatest thing, and yeah. forgot the other games where he was maybe not contributing as much. But what a fun guy to have. Yeah, I really like. I like him. I like. Uh, French Draymond, I like. Uh, I think Zizek will be good if you give him time. He's super young. I think he's like twenty, twenty-one. Same thing with uh, uh, the French kid, Gerson. Gerson Yabuselli. Yabuselli, is that it? Yeah. What do you think his nickname is going to be in Boston? Will they just start calling him Gary? Frenchy. Fucking Frenchie. <laughs> Frenchie. <laughs> I'll tell you uh, who's going to hate him is Jay Crowder because. They will be those Celtics fans will be happy to cheer the French the French yeah. weirdo over Jay Crowder and he gets jealous. He's <laughs> such a jealous boy. He's got to be very upset about Hayward being there. Well, and you can make a lot of good French puns. Yeah, yeah. Because everything that's like Jay, yeah, JQs. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, he's just who I would have just benched. Just a sw- slight <laughs> phonetic difference from baguette, which, <laughs> which which Boston fans are known to love to scream. So one last question about the Paul Pierce one day Celtic oh, yeah. uh, thing is, do you guys plan on when when you retire, are you going to sign with any of your old jobs for one day and then retire? I can't. Say that I will. I, I don't. Because I'm going to sign one I, last day. I, I don't think there's many employers who would welcome <laughs> me back into the building. I'm going to convince the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company to <laughs> sign me for one yeah. more day so I could retire as a Bubba Gum tight. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, I would want to retire as a swim coach, I think. <laughs> but, I mean, at that point, you never really have to retire as a swim coach. You can be real fucking... Like, yeah. you're either, you're either like, 18 or you're, like, 58. Yeah. Right? Like, there's no <laughs> middle ground. Uh, but I would like to, like, retire as a paper boy and make it super awkward. <laughs> With the Contra Costa times. Retire babysitting the same kid you babysat oh, at, like, 15 years old. <laughs> I have babysat somebody who has retired from the WNBA, so that's a real sign of my age. She was a high pick, too, number six in the draft. Damn. Um, Shouts to the Silver Stars. (laughs) While we're talking about retirements, uh, James Jones retired yesterday and immediately signed on as a vice president of the Phoenix Suns. See, I assume that some more talented executives went to the Phoenix front office and he's just following yeah, along. Yeah, he's just, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I, he's one of those guys, though, that I bet's the smartest dude in the room. Like, there's a reason guys like LeBron and guys of that ilk want to have him around, and it's... I, I bet there's a, a lot of reasoning that goes into that. I think he's been um, a Players Association executive for, like, five or six years, yeah. actually. And... It's kind of amazing that he's had this long a career, but yeah, because I remember him 
bef- pre-LeBron when he was yeah. on the Suns being like, that guy kind of sucks. Yeah, well, I'll be like, he'll kick around the league for like maybe two more years. And here we are like 10 years later and he's still like, ah, I'm still playing basketball. I think he won a three-point contest once too. I think he did. Uh, yeah, the the Phoenix, Phoenix, I know the Phoenix front office and uh, I mean, I don't know how much turnover they've been, but the organization loved him. Yeah. He's isn't he in seven seconds or less? I think he is, yeah. And I think they're just glowing about him, so he's probably good. Um so here's my question though. Isn't it a bad sign that somehow the Cavs didn't hire him either? That he immediately <laughs> retired and then went to the Phoenix Suns? <laughs> Yeah, it seems like there's some job openings <laughs> in Cleveland. I wonder if there was a moment when when um, Dan Gilbert's like, you know, we have a vice president of basketball operations <laughs> job, and he called LeBron, and LeBron's like, nah, shop around. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna, Gilbert, I'm not gonna be here. Gilbert made an offer about ninety percent under market. He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's yeah. minimum wage, yeah, but there's so performance bonuses, bucks an hour, but. <laughs> Once a game, you can go to the snack bar and have anything, anything you, you want. want. <laughs> also, you have your pick of these condemned houses that were financed with Quicken Loans <laughs> subprime mortgages. Uh, I'll give you an awesome deal on an interest rate it, through Rocket Mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so it's so great to hear Derek Rose might be signing with them. I hear I bet I bet him and Gilbert have a lot to fucking talk about with their predatory practices. <laughs> um, this is probably a good time to talk about the Cavs right now. Though. Yeah, let's do it. Um, what the fuck is happening? Everything I ever want to happen to a billionaire. Uh, it's, Bad things. He's making somehow. The exact same mistake. I mean, I guess he just does doesn't this. Learn. He just doesn't learn. I mean, he's sort of he's sort of only a billionaire because of vaguely criminal activity on a large scale, mm-hmm. and he's paid lots of fines mm-hmm. and just always fires his managers. He's and never rehired the same GM. But him running LeBron James the same out of coach, town. Though. Well, he rehired the same coach after firing him. Yeah. But the G- in his entire tenure owning the Cavs, he's never – once a GM's contract has run out, oh, he's he just hired a new GM. Yeah. Well, they realize – because they go, all right, I'll fucking do this job for you, and then when I do good, you're going to pay me more. And then they do good, he goes, all right, fuck off. Not going <laughs> to do that. I know I said I was going to do it, but I'm not. It's and like so that money doesn't. It's not like that money counts against a cap. No, That's no. Just him being a fucking. <laughs> that is cheap where you dickhead. should be spending your money. Yeah. He's spending like seventy-five million dollars this year in luxury tax. Yeah, because <laughs> at the very least, maybe your players that you're trying to convince, oh, you know, sign with us and we'll take care of you down the road. When they see you're paying your front office like a bunch <laughs> of fucking dickheads, they're gonna go, oh yeah, you're gonna give me on the back end. Fuck you, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yeah. They uh, didn't they offer Chauncey Billups a million dollars a year to be the team president? Yes. Yeah, which is about a fifth of what he gets paid to be on TV. Right. Uh, and which also is really easy. Yeah. But and also and he lives I in believe Denver, really beautiful Denver and beautiful Los Angeles. Not. And I don't know Cleveland, but sure but nice come parts. on. But also, I'm isn't sure that there's nice parts which I never intend to see. <laughs> so he made he offered Chauncey Billups one point five million per year, which was. 
more than uh, Griffin was making, I believe. I believe that's but right. But it was also <laughs> about half of the league average from oh, what yeah. I re- remember reading. Crazy. So yesterday Kyrie Irving called said that uh, the Cavs are in a quote-unquote peculiar situation. That's like how, <laughs> pe- you know, I got to say, him saying a peculiar situ- situation, I was like, isn't that how the Confederacy used to talk about slavery? Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> a, that's a, that's a how, peculiar institution that, that, That's what Ky- Kyrie said when somebody invited black women to his yacht. But <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a very peculiar situation yeah. now. He was like, oh, the, the Cavs front office, it seems round, not flat, yeah. like it should be. <laughs> oh, He's going to sneak out of that arena at the end of the... When they when they lose in the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs next year, he's going to like just wear Uncle Drew makeup and leave town forever. <laughs> How many years does he have left? Oh, man. Uh, he so he was now. drafted in 2011. And he signed, and he signed, he signed a five-year extension. extension, which would have been off his rookie deal. So he signed through 2020. Good luck to him. Yeah, I think his money didn't kick in until after 2015. Well, and Kevin Love is also signed through 2020, I want to say, or 2019. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's signed through 2020. Oh, well, he has a player option. But, yeah. I wonder if Kyrie has a player option. Uh, I think I he think has he a does. straight max. Jesus Christ! I thought everybody took the the player option for the last year, pretty much. I, I mean, like I don't know why many, you wouldn't. I don't feel like but... there are, are many deals signed this this these last three four years with where it hasn't been a one year player option. He is signed through Kyrie or a two year opt out. I think I think that twenty nineteen twenty twenty is a player option. Yeah. And he has a fifty. He got everything. So, uh, yeah, he he has a fifteen percent trade kicker. The um, thing is, he his incentive to stay did go up now that everybody was leaving the East because he has a he's never made All NBA, right? No, he's never even made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely hasn't made an All NBA. But team. now it's like. It seems a lot more possible that he could make it for two the next two years. There yeah. just aren't a lot of guards in the East. Yeah, but it's not like the All NBA teams are split East oh, West. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. make All Star teams forever, but he was probably going to do that anyway. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. All NBA is the whole league, so that yeah, he's not going to. Which is amazing because he's probably a top three point guard. Uh, see, I don't think so. He stinks defensively, but who's be- who's better than him right now? Well, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, um, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, yeah. James Harden. James Harden's not a point guard. Well, not anymore. He was yeah. last year. He shouldn't have. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lillard. I, I think Lillard's Lillard probably. I, I take Lillard over Irving personally. Because of intangible they stuff, like there's very similar very levels. Similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he uh, he's he's not going to get a supermax. He's going to leave. Yeah, he's going to leave for sure. So they're going to trade. So next year, LeBron will leave. Will they try to trade expiring Kyrie? Will they try to trade? Oh, him they're going to have to. And I then, mean, they should be trying to trade him right I mean, now. Honestly. Kinda, the, 
the only good thing that's happened to the Cleveland Cavaliers since Brad Doherty left is LeBron James, and it's only because he was years. born there. Yeah. yeah, he happened to be born <laughs> nearby, yeah. which is how the NBA used to work in like the fifties, yeah. where somehow that's how feudalism NBA used and to work. Also, I were... I don't really understand how this works, but like the Celtics got Bill Russell because he was a geographic pick for some reason. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure. No, Bill was... Russell's from Oakland. Yeah, right, right, but but all of the there were no they tra- NBA teams oh. there, so. For whatever reason, like, I, I don't know. They they used to have territorial picks were, like, a huge thing. I and for they, some I reason. I they traded for the pick that they took him with. They might have, but but there was, like, a reason that they got, like, they got Casey Jones and Bill Russell, and they well, both went to USF. But I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't the remember. NBA is so, like, the real NBA didn't even really start until 1980. You know, like, like, there's all these strange things like, yeah, we signed a free agent. So that was our next three first round picks. In its its real sense, it didn't like really start in the like early 2000s because like, remember how rookies would get drafted and get paid $200 million? Remember how that would just be like, hey, Chris, whoever you've never played a basketball game here before, here's fucking all the money. Uh, Glenn Robinson was on the same contract his entire career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, he got it. Yeah. Uh, Well, do you know what Chris Weber's deal was when he signed? No. 15 years, $75 million, opt out after the first year. (laughs) (laughs) Like, did he have the greatest agent in the world? Which... Well, I think Magic Johnson, his second year, signed a 25-year, $25 yeah, million dollar yeah, contract, yeah. which eventually got renegotiated. But I want to say the Lakers were paying him his player salary basically up until the point they got Shaq. Maybe they had to renounce him. Yeah, but, like, that was that was so – like, players were so dumb. Why would you sign a fucking 25-year anything? <laughs> wrong with you you don't expect to be worth more next year than you are today like well i think they just were watching the like carnival level yeah nba where they're like well spencer haywood was the best player in the league and now he's going to jail on murder charges (laughs) (laughs) like like, who knows um I don't even. He know. didn't actually get charged <laughs> with that murder that he commissioned, they, but yeah, he did. I, is that the the only time in NBA history that someone's hired a hitman to kill their coach? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Latrell Sprewell tried to do it himself. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, he's a go-getter. He cuts out that's the middle. The thing. He, yeah. He believes in uh, you know just taking initiative himself. Um. All right. Uh, one question about James Jones and oh, the VP. Yeah. Is if the Phoenix Suns hire Joel Anthony as the team trainer and then Mike Miller as the CFO, does that mean LeBron James is going to Phoenix next year? I mean, <laughs> Phoenix is like, I've I've been to Phoenix, and it seems like weirdly like a really, it for whatever reason it is just a constant free agent destination. I don't I, NBA I players thought, love living there. I thought Blake Griffin was going to end up there this year. I thought there was a very real chance that could happen. You got Devin Booker, you got Bloodsoe, you got, you know, Bender could be whatever, Chris could be whatever, you got Marquise Josh Chris Jackson. is not going to be anything. <laughs> we, 
yeah. Well, I I have very little faith in Bender, but Chris Chris has Chris, like all the tools, easy. but he's watching him yeah. in summer league. <laughs> it was like watching Anthony Randolph. Like he that is, a, is it's a spinning image, and Anthony Randolph is like. For me, he's like my NBA one who got away. I loved him so much as a warrior. And then watching him again, it was like it was like that the ending of Annie Hall. Like I'd run into Anthony Randolph on the street. Um, but that's not a good sign for Marquis Chris. Well, Marquis Chris had one of the three best dunks I saw at Summer League. It just happened to happen three full seconds after the final buzzer. <laughs> Uh, and I yeah. don't have faith in Bender either, but Bender's—they're both nineteen. So I just—I just think that Phoenix will—I think they still have a, a huge amount of cap space right now. Yeah. So they're going to be somebody's dumping ground for. They'll probably take contracts and get picks back. Like, well, like or, they'll yeah. be the place that gets Ryan Anderson or yeah. something. And they're going to trade Bloodsoe to somebody. He's going to or mm-hmm. or, uh, or the other point guard they have Knight. But I do think I do think they'll be able to quickly sign free agents whenever. Yeah, and uh, like Scottsdale is a pretty fun area if you're like a younger person. Mm-hmm. Except and, like, it's so it's easy to get DUIs there. Yeah, everybody's got to fucking blow in their car to start it. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> pretty much that's why people drive around on golf carts in the fucking main road. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you got the you got a. Got a golf cart. <laughs> I believe Sheriff road. Joe is finally out. Though. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, is he going to jail himself? Yeah, probably not. There's yeah, no, yeah. There's no justice. There's in no this consequences world. for a fucking trusty old uh, white man. Uh, speaking of no consequences, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Derrick Rose Derby, huh? Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, there's been big rumors today that he might sign with the Cavaliers, or he might sign with the Lakers, or he might sign with get this. The Chicago Bulls. <laughs> oh man, I'd re- I, I'm I'm really thrilled for whatever team tells him they're not offering him a contract, and he goes and signs it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not. Oh, my, I just signed it. So. <laughs> no, but we we're not giving you a. I, I mean, just, these uh, these text messages are yeah, clear these, that I'm not interested. Yeah, I invited my friends over to sign contracts too. I know you didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't offer my friends contracts, but they're signing contracts too, if you don't mind. Um, where where would you like to see Derrick Rose sign? Jail? Yeah, yeah. I'd like him to, him to sign with. I jail. don't understand why he just doesn't go to China. He should just go to jail. He should just <laughs> turn himself. He should just be like, you know what? I thought about what Mike said, and I'm going to turn myself I'm gonna in. Turn my, I'm going to I'm going to write. Uh, I'm going to have someone else write a lengthy yeah. apology to I'm going to sit here until I've really come to terms with the things that I've done and the mistakes that I've made. And, uh, you know, fuck him. Fuck him. I, ho- I hope he drops dead. <laughs> Would anybody be sad? Would, Not like, me. I wouldn't give a shit. You know what I hope I hope happens is a fucking team says, Derek, we're signing you to a fucking max contract. And they, he signs it, and it's it's just he goes to jail. That's how he they doesn't. He reads it about as closely <laughs> yeah. as he read the SAT. He saw it was su- it was a super max contract. It says to super go max, to super, and then in, and then in super max. <laughs> it was to go to a super max. <laughs> 
He's yeah. like, five years? All right. Five I'll, years? I'll take five years. Supermax, five years? <laughs> I got have I want that opt-out after four years. Yeah, yeah, all right. You can have a yeah, for arbitration good behavior, hearing. For yeah. good behavior. <laughs> if, you're, if you're good, you can get out of this contract in four years. <laughs> you, can, you can opt out. The, the, the it's, a, it's a dual opt-out. Parole board will have yeah. their, their hands on the other side. It's, it's kind of a two-way yeah, uh, with a, a county jail and a max. Are you to be free? Uh, he's just going to sign with the Cavs, right? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a bad fit, though. That's not. I mean, I mean, I guess them. he, well, he's a little young for their They signed too. fucking Deron Williams, who looks like he works at a fucking they also signed. <laughs> now. They also signed Jose Calderon. They so. signed fucking Jose Calderon. <laughs> I really did think, like, I, I, I can't photoshop anything but i really watching him in the finals i'm like he should be playing in a polo shirt right now <laughs> not even a polo shirt like a fucking u.s polo association <laughs> shirt yeah <laughs> fucking, oh. all right uh one last thing here um the knicks are sad let's just all agree the knicks are sad oh, and then yeah. move on uh john wall isn't signing his 170 million dollar extension He's oh. he's not signing it. I uh, thought that was done. They offered it to him, and he still hasn't signed oh, it. Oh, I thought that was like the owner's like really trying to put pressure on him to sign it, too. and he's not. He's refusing to. Now the thing is, he can get a much bigger deal if he makes All NBA next year. Yeah. So that's a reason to wait. And also, like, why would he sign it now? Does he have? Is his contract up at the end of the year? I. Don't I think, think it's in so. two years because he's he's one he year. Oh no no no! He's got one. Yeah yeah. Then he has no incentive to sign an. Oh maybe he has a player. Option. He'll be a free agent next year. Does he have an option? Because remember, Bill Simmons said that insane thing about how the Lakers are going to sign LeBron James, oh. John Wall, and Boogie Cousins, oh, and right. Paul George. <laughs> yeah. So John Wall, <laughs> I guess. But even can... Paul George was like. I want to win basketball games. Like, yeah. why would I? Like, yeah, it'd be cool to live at home and play for the team that I grew up on. But, like, they stink. No, but he's definitely signing with the Lakers. He's not staying in Oklahoma. Maybe. He's or he definitely. might go anywhere else for more money. Like, or to win. Like, Paul George is the one guy the Lakers are definitely getting. They can have him. Take yeah. him. Put him around all, all your fucking great. Young draft picks that you've taken, like fucking Julius Randle <laughs> and yeah, D'Angelo. <laughs> you already fucking sent him off. Hey, that Lynn Russell backcourt's going to be fun to watch. Um. <laughs> Lynn said they're making the playoffs, and I don't think I've heard very many things as delusional as that. because In the, the East, though, stick. anybody can make the playoffs now. Sure. But the, the, <laughs> except the Brooklyn Nets, they are the fucking. They have guys that I wouldn't even pick. That that if I looked at them and I was like, I got a fucking rec league game coming up, and I need. Oh, you wouldn't take Sean Kilpatrick. They, if I had to take four of those guys to win a fucking rec league game with me, I really don't know who I'd pick. I'd really be like, ah, oh, Jesus. Well, you take Lynn, right? I guess. Do you wait? Do you know who they are, or are these just I guys? Even know, no, who like who. <laughs> They got Trevor Booker. They have Trevor. Bu they have D'Angelo Russell, Damari yeah. Carroll. No, uh, I'm passing on Jeremy Lin. On I will take Lin and I'll take Russell. Uh, maybe Karis Levert. Karis Levert. 
Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Rondé Hollis Jefferson maybe would be the one. Sean Kilpatrick. No. Uh, um, didn't they draft somebody? They did. Yeah, they got some fucking. Bomb. I can't remember who it was. Oh, uh, oh we are <laughs> not Jared, Jared Allen. That probably. Yeah. Oh, Jared oh, Allen, the guy who I... looks like Theo's friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> I probably have put him put him in the middle. Uh, by the way, John Wall does have two years left. So that Bill Simmons thing is extra insane. <laughs> yeah. So there's no reason. For him, there's no reason for him to. There's none. Like unless he's like worried he's gonna blow out his yeah. knee or something. But the thing is, even if he blew out his knee in the next season, he'd still, still probably get a max when his contract yeah. was but up. But here's and the, the Wizards would probably offer him that same thing. And now he's trying to get thing. a supermax. Yeah. Like that's the only like in, he can, can get fifty million dollars more if he makes the All NBA team, which is. Not out of the possibility. No, he can definitely make an all. Aren't NBA the Wizards going to be the three seed next year? Probably. Yeah, probably. Right? It's them or the Raptors. Yeah, I don't believe in the Raptors at all. The Raptors are okay. They're they're fine. fine. They're fine. Yeah, they're good. But the East but is the Wizards like there's are four like, teams in the East. Well, and the Wizards last year had one of the worst benches I've ever seen on a good team. <laughs> And simply, but their bench got worse. No, they had a nah, Tim Frazier. Tim Frazier's good. They let uh, Bogdanovich walk. Bogdanovich. They is signed gone. Jody Meeks and to Mahin- replace Jody him. Meeks sucks. Stinks. And Mahinmi's gonna play more than like fifteen games. He's not like great. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ninety years old. How old is it? how old is he now? I don't think he's been in the. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just saying their bench had like guys that shouldn't have been in the NBA, Brandon and Jennings. now they have. Yeah, I mean like Brandon Jennings. When you're like five eleven and tear your Achilles, like that's <laughs> kind of it. Yeah. All right, um, Sean. Oh yeah. You wanna uh, you wanna do the ad read, or do you wanna update us on the big three trade? Which uh, let's do the ad read, and <laughs> yeah, then I and then it it blew just... everybody away. <laughs> I'm gonna say that half the teams didn't realize that they could trade. I bet most also, of the players did. Before we get to this, Sean, you've been writing how many big three columns a week for Yard Two a week. <laughs> so are you like one of the? Five. Would you say you're like an actual expert on the big three? Uh, yes. Even though I don't get FS1, so I am like <laughs> I don't like I've I've seen I've pirated some of the games, but mainly I just pour over the box scores <laughs> and I watch all the highlights. Um, the most amazing thing last week was that uh, so there's this we'll talk of the big three a little bit. Uh. <laughs> The team trilogy is really uh-huh. dominant. They had the first pick of the draft, and they took Rashad McCants, which seems unfair because he's like thirty-one. Yeah, uh, and he's also really ripped now, mm-hmm. so he's like kind of a bully too. Mm-hmm. Um, and Al Harrington is like the most clutch player in the big three. They're four and zero. Kenyon Martin was one of the captains, and he played like half a game. And he's just been hurt, and it just hasn't met. Oh, they also have James Flight White, who also seems way too young and athletic yeah. for the big three. Because those guys are, like, drilling th- four-pointers and blocking shots. Oh, yeah, I thought <laughs> Where you're like, oh, Richard McCants is the strongest guy in the league. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but they won their game um, in only 17 minutes. Which oh, is it's just they, they played, they a, played 50. a fifty. It's first. But to I was 50. looking at the box score and I was like, "Why doesn't this make any sense?" Like, <laughs> like these minutes aren't adding up. And then I looked and I'm like, 
oh, yeah, they shot 65% during this game. Yeah. So it ended incredibly fast. Um, anyway, oh, Richard Lewis is also just incredibly – he's like Shaq and Kobe because he's seven feet tall mm. and no one can stop his shot. And he can make threes, so he's like – I think he's averaging like 32 points a game. Kill it, yeah. And it's crazy to average over 30 points a game in a league where you only have to get to 50 to win. (laughs) So that's like being an NBA player who's averaging like 61 a game. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, they made they made two trades this week. Um, It. I'm not even going to talk about. The, the one team traded Paul Silas's son mm-hmm. for Dominic Xavier. Bar. Xavier Silas, the fourth <laughs> pick in the draft. I think he's the youngest player in the league. He's only like 29. I don't know why he's <laughs> eligible. I don't feel like you should be eligible for this league until you're at least 35. Yeah, like, it's a, that's what to, it's supposed to it's be. It's supposed to be that. And then <laughs> they just – there's a lot of teams that have been uh, – like I don't – there's not a ton of news about it, but like Iverson plays – very, very sparingly. Well, the Sixers, like, he be, didn't the, play in Philadelphia, and they, like, almost rioted because the, the there was, like, a should, fake should have been, note. You have to be at least over 30. You have to have played in the NBA for at least 10 years, and you had to have at least made one all-star team. Otherwise, I don't want to fucking see you. Like, well, I'm they have not, to, I'm fill, not going, out. They have to I'm fill out going, the teams no, somehow. I don't, I'm not going for <laughs> nostalgia acts when it's fucking Bonzi Wells. Like, I have no fucking good memories in my life about Bonzi Wells, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see fucking Bonzi Wells. <laughs> Fuck that dude. His his team is terrible. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. Now, what if Terrell Owens was... played in the league though? Fuck Would Terrell you be okay with that? No, I don't. Is he... <laughs> no, because he was complaining this week that Ice Cube wouldn't let him play in it. Good. Good. <laughs> About time Ice Cube said no to something. Uh, we did have we did have an, a new oldest player in the big three, <laughs> Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. After two sort of lackluster weeks yeah. just turned it on and is dominating at 48 but Kendall Gill got in at 49 Kendall Gill Kendall was, Gill I feel like he was in the league <laughs> like 3 years ago Right well he's I think he's a Bulls broadcaster Yeah he yeah. is Um anyway yeah so Tri-State the the worst team in the league uh <laughs> made a trade they traded Xavier Silas to Dominic Ware who didn't even play Uh-huh so I actually think Tri-State is tanking <laughs> But Allen Iverson's team, Three's Company, Allen right? Iver- uh, yes, Three's Company, yeah. <laughs> they managed to lose to the Dr. J-led Tri-State because uh, Michael Sweetney was, like, too fat to play. No kidding. And Michael then- Sweetney? <laughs> Michael Sweetney. The same one? Had and a then, problem oh, with yeah. food? And then, uh-huh. his, and then his teammate <laughs> Ruben then his teammate Ruben Patterson also Ruben Patterson missing Probably also because of a court had date. a little issue with, with, oh, with, oh, with, with court. Yeah, uh-huh. he um, <laughs> he got a little pudgy towards the end there too, didn't he? He's not so much of a Kobe stopper anymore. No. <laughs> um, didn't he get super fat at the end? Probably. Like that sounds right. I mean, that he, sounds like, right. Fat, fat. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. I just remember he had he had some kind of, uh, I want to say, a lo- uh, I I don't know how this works, but. He had a statutory rape charge because he hooked up with like a sixteen. He's an actual sex offender. Well, he moved to a he moved to a state that had a different qualification. So he signed as a free agent with I don't remember if this is when he signed with Portland or when he signed with the Sonics. 
but he didn't realize he he Could had a keep having sex with children. Uh, well, he had to register as a sex offender, and he hadn't in his other state. Oh. So he was like, "I signed this contract," and then his agents like, "Bad news. Yeah. Uh, you got to talk to some neighbors." <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, so the other trade was Mo Evans got traded for uh, Larry Hughes, who's been terrible. So, um, <laughs> and right. and But this means that um, Chauncey Billups, in trading for Mo Evans, actually has obtained a better player than the Cleveland Cavaliers' front office yeah. that he declined. <laughs> what, what if instead of putting a number on Dwight Howard's jersey this year, they just write the entirety of Megan's Law on his <laughs> jersey? <laughs> He's – I think he might go to the big three next year. Like, he's, he's a perfect stinks. big three player. Yeah. This is what he wants. Can't like you make more money? a carnival with snacks. Yeah, but if you're him, can't you make more money in China first? Probably. But he's like – Because that's, that's the Derrick Rose ever, thing. I don't, I don't see why Derrick Rose just doesn't go to China. I don't understand. Everybody he, who plays for the Rockets should try to parlay it into China. China well, isn't China just going to buy the Rockets? Just the nation Ooh, of China. Yeah, yeah. I actually hadn't thought of that, but I bet that's going to be a factor. Like, won't some ownership group led by Yao Ming and a bunch of Chinese people buy it? I wouldn't be surprised yeah. now that I think about it. Isn't that why Lou Williams was in China for a while? Because he was still on the Rockets and was like, well, might as well. <laughs> I don't know, but I know that Derrick Rose is still, like, a megastar in China. Like, they think he's better. I've heard this before where people are like, yeah, the best NBA players of all time are like Kobe Bryant, Derrick Rose, and LeBron James, right? <laughs> and well, it's and now Clay Adidas Thompson. has like such a monster footprint in China. Oh. And a lot of the times, the only thing they see are the advertisements. Yeah. yeah, doesn't Derrick Rose still have like seven years to go on that Adidas deal too? Probably. Everybody's. I feel like. Well, I feel like most people are leaving them. There's really not too many guys still with them besides Harden and who do they have left? Adidas? Yeah, Lillard. I don't even know. <sighs> I'm just uh, not the right person. <laughs> <laughs> That's really like call Nick DePaula. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> shoe talk. <laughs> um. All right, hold on. Let's do the ad read. Sure. Okay. Uh, we have a new sponsor this week for the podcast. It's a new video game. Our first video game sponsor. And it is for a brand new Nintendo basketball game called Super Mario Chalmers. Here's how this game works. You play as Mario Chalmers, a fringe NBA player who is working on his plumber certification. Your partner is Norris Cole, who is in the process of legally changing his name to Luigi Cole. The game involves running through the brutal landscape of the Western Conference, avoiding enemies like the Durantula and a Goomba in L.A. named Danilo Gallinari. The twist is, Mario isn't the lead character. Other, stronger, more skilled characters lead the way, and Super Mario follows behind, chasing rings, picking up scraps from coin boxes, and power-ups that the better players missed. The mushroom only makes Super Mario grow to a height of 6'1", and the fireballs are wildly inaccurate for more than 15 feet. And the magic star only turns you into a character with the power of Chris Bosh. You're invulnerable, but only as long as you don't run or do anything that might cause a clot. There's also a versus mode, in which Bowser and Wario, wearing numbers 3 and 6, berate you relentlessly between levels. And we will warn you, after a while it does get frustrating hearing, thank you, Mario, I guess, 
but our championship trophy is in a different arena. Super Mario Chalmers, available at GameStop for the minimum. Thank you, Super Mario Chalmers. Oh, thanks, Super Mario Chalmers. It seems like a terrible game, but <laughs> it's cheap. It's cheap. Look, it, if you don't have anything else <laughs> in your DS. And your first four games yeah. got hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when Kid Icarus is on the DL. Are you thinking of Kid Chameleon? No, Kid, I- Kid, Kid Icarus Kid was an old NES game oh. where you're like, it's like Cupid. You're like flying around. Well, that was every every oh, every boy in the 80s dream. Is to oh, see, I'm, I'm younger <laughs> than you guys, aren't I? Um, actually, I've never played the game, but I have seen him in the <laughs> weird animated <laughs> Nintendo Saturday oh, morning show. Oh, oh I yeah. mean, like, how the, because the covers were always super different than the fucking game. Like, yeah. you, the picture of Mega Man... Oh yeah, I was, is, I was I was like, wildly oh, yeah. deceived. Yeah. But, well, and and the whole thing was there were all these different Mega Men that you could be, and it's yeah. like, well, they pretty much look the same. On, <laughs> on yeah. Eight different bits. color guy. Yeah, Leaf Man yeah. just shoots a, his, <laughs> his gun is the same. Um. All right, Mike. Question for you. Sure. You were at the ESPYS. I was. How was the ESPYS? It's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I saw Nerlens Noel. Uh, tried. Was to he limping? To sign. For the minimum, <laughs> Celtics. It's like, listen, bud, you can go home. You can live in Everett. It's a quick commute down to the, the garden. Save some money. Get a title, and you, you fucking figure it out from there. I, hon- I like, honestly I, think he's really good. I like, do, too. I think he's yeah. great. He was a super nice dude, and, what I met, and uh, he certainly entertained me fucking saying that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go, get the fuck out of here, you little idiot. Uh, Tretch from Naughty by Nature had n- wanted nothing to do with me. I went yeah. out. He was the the only person that I went out of my way to be like, oh, that's somebody I want to say hello to. I uh-huh. saw him. He had his sunglasses on inside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey. Hey. <laughs> Tretch. Hello? Okay. And just walked away. You know, I went back he... over to Bori and fucking uh, Jamal and was like, yeah. That went about as well as I thought it would. <laughs> you know, he is naughty by nature, but that may have been because he hates you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was strictly because he hates me. But so, uh, it was it was fun. Did was you, he at the ESPYS because of his rock and jock baseball career? No, they did the. Uh, apparently, they did some show the night before for some ESPYS party that, I, that, like, I remember me and me and David were hanging the night before, and he was like, "Oh, I guess there's this naughty by nature thing," and I was like, "Why are you saying it like somebody's fucking?" <laughs> punishing <His> homework <laughs> like we can go to this th- I, like, I can't even believe it was an option that like this is a thing that we're not going to right now mm-hmm. but the fact that you said it in such a like <laughs> <sighs> this is not even nature concert and like that's awesome let's go to it and then we <laughs> didn't end up going to it I forget why but it would have been tight uh, did you run into any of your many sports enemies uh, there was I'm trying to think. There was a couple that I, I had to duck. <laughs> the biggest problem is that I don't recognize these guys when they're not wearing their work clothes. Right. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I was so bad at that in summer league. Yeah. When they don't have a shirt that says their fucking surname <laughs> on it, it's really hard to tell them apart. Cause they're a bunch of fucking. You'd be like, you'd, you'd first you'd be like, oh, it's probably the seven foot guy. Yeah. And then 
There's a lot of them. It's there. a room of seven feet, yeah. guys. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns, I saw for a brief minute. He he didn't stick around. Me and Maria Maria Shriver chatted for a bit about the cape. Well, that's uh, nice. All right. <laughs> her, her her mother was getting an, an award, even though she's dead. <laughs> and her, mom, and, her mom. Her mom got. And a, you know they fucking lobotomized Iran. <laughs> nobody nobody brought that part up. <laughs> I was stunned. Nobody brought. They were like, yeah, she did so much for her sister Rosemary. I was like, nobody going to bring up the fucking part where they fucking took a drill to her head? Yeah. Nobody going to talk about that? <laughs> nobody wants to bring it up. I can't believe it. Nobody wants to talk about the lobotomy? Nobody. But they didn't want to talk about it. So did so, I didn't so Peyton Manning rejected those monologue jokes, is I, what you're saying. I have no. I, I, I That's what I would have been pitching. Do you have any new internet sports enemies right now? Because you're the king of fighting sports people on the internet. And but winning. Your, but it's yes. really just, and I don't look for it. It's just like what trickles across right. my desk. You're not a troll. Like, no. this is a very different, you're like a, vigil, a, a Twitter vigilante. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> throws up the bat signal and yeah. they're like, Mike, get him. Like, all right. I crack my knuckles and I go, all right, here we go. Did you fight with Gilbert Arenas ever? No. Okay. That, I wouldn't have messed with him. Yeah. He has guns. <laughs> he has a lot of guns. And sharks. Yeah, I don't fuck with Although him. Although I think he, I think all his they, sharks they've died. Been repoed. They've, been. they've definitely <laughs> been repossessed by now. Uh, the last real spat that I had was either uh, Trevor Bauer of the Indians or uh, who's that kid for that the, guy sucks, the, the Brewers, the pitcher, Garza, Matt Garza. Oh, yeah. Him he's a man. He uh he's a so he's a crazy person mm-hmm. and he like uh he's one of those guys that's like oh fucking I love God and you should all be abstinent mm-hmm. even though he knocked up his high school girlfriend uh but he had the Dwight audacity Howard style yeah but he like ha- he wrote something about Planned Parenthood and and it's just something ridiculous uh huh and I just wrote do you still cheat on your wife. <laughs> Which I knew the answer to, but he didn't. I like he just ran from Twitter for like mm-hmm. I don't think he's tweeted since that day. Because I like you chased him away from Twitter. Because I, I said something that I knew was true, and that he figured out I knew was true, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I don't want to play anymore." Didn't he go after some A's infielder's wife or something on Twitter? Like, oh no, like, yeah, he, it was uh, like Eric no, Sogard's was, wife or something. Uh, no, I think it was um. Ariane, oh, Dolan. 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 Yeah, yeah. it was oh. Doolittle's wife. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, and or fiance. Yeah, and uh, she's she, I, I, she's a follower and a, and she's a pal. Great. I like she's her. So she's so funny. Nice she, uh, the they, Bay Area is gonna miss yeah. her. I am not an A's the fan anymore. The nation capitals game. <clears throat> oh yeah. I, I I I am not a baseball uh, fan anymore. I ditched baseball because yeah. the A's were too painful to follow, and even I was mad about that A's trade. Yeah, because. Uh, they they're a fun a fun pair yeah. and they they just belong on yeah. the Oakland A's. Well, I love that I love that the day after the trade she changed her Twitter icon. Oh, yeah, to, to just her face with the Walgreens logo. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was I think because that's probably how it fucking ended up in my line of sight, anyways. Because I wouldn't I don't fucking follow Matt Garza, but I saw right. that and I was just like, hey, bitch, it's time <laughs> time for a big spoonful of medicine. All right. uh, and then the thing with Trevor Bauer was like two days after the election, he was going off about how much he loves Trump and how if we don't like it, we can leave. 
Mm-hmm. And I brought up uh, his, his very rampant pill addiction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, I mean, he, he was basically a very, very high draft pick who was traded to the Indians for nothing. Yeah. Because literally, him. because he's such a big asshole, and he was in a piece of shit in college too. Because I used to work for the Cape Cod League, and like we'd have top prospects there all the time. So anytime, like I, all these guys, if they're if they're an American player that was good between fucking ninety five and two thousand five, I had some interaction with him, mm-hmm. and he was bar none one of the biggest assholes I've ever <laughs> fucking met. I could not fucking stand the dude. Nobody liked him. Every bartender on the fucking Cape hated him. Every fucking patron knew they disliked him. He's just a fucking asshole. Oh, and it, it's also important to know that the Cleveland Indians would have won their first World Series in 70 years, except Trevor Bauer was too busy repairing a fucking drone. A drone. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that cost Cleveland a title. It would have been the greatest year I would say I was going to say Cleveland sports history, literally the history Cleveland. of Cleveland, maybe the whole history Cleveland. of the state of Ohio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, just too into um, toy toy yeah, planes. It would have toy planes. My, toy, my fucking remote control planes. It would have passed up the current best year ever, which was the year the Drew Carey show <laughs> premiered <laughs> on ABC. <laughs> um, all right, uh, basketball though. You're a huge Celtics fan. Um, so are you excited about big the Celtics' big signing. free agent signing, Aaron Baines? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, like, I like the Baines pickup, too. I mean, we got him for nothing, basically. So uh, I think he, he's another one of those guys that doesn't need shots and can take up space and can... He'll get a rebound. Yeah. You want... I think it, it feels like the Celtics this year will be so much more fun because... Did they have any foreign guys last year? Um, Jarebko. Oh, that's it. Jarebko, so, and Jarebko had his had his moments. He was yeah. really good towards the end of the playoffs, and I think he signed with the Suns, did he? I think I he's a Utah. He oh, Utah. Utah, Utah, Utah picked up yeah, yeah, all yeah. these, like, Epe Udo. They have Epe Udo, <laughs> Thabo Cephalosha, Jonas, Jarebko. Didn't they pick another, like, three who can shoot? Probably. Well, yeah. Ingles. They signed Ingles to a oh. $60 million deal. Um which, <laughs> but I mean, what good, a what a weird, him. like like, it it almost feels like they decided like, oh well, the the whitest player in the NBA left, so we are going to go full on international diversity to replace him, an Australian, is Jerepko Swedish? Yes, yeah, a Swede. I don't know where Sabo Sabo is Swiss. Yeah, and then Epe Udo is. American, but was the best player in Europe last year. Yeah. I don't understand the teams <laughs> that, like, lose a big piece and then commit to making moves that, like, make them just as mediocre. And, like, like long-term yeah, mediocrity and, like, moves. really set you up to not have the flex- flexibility for the next year or the year after. Like, I, if I lose Gordon Hayward um, and – and there are guys out there that I want but aren't superstars. I'm not signing them for more than a year or two. Like, why would I, why would I do that? Well, well they signed Ingles before Hayward, and it was because he was Hayward's friend. They thought it, they thought be, it would help bring Hayward back. Yeah. And they had to win that bidding war with the Orlando Magic. Yeah. Which, basically, once you know well, that you're a free agent... Can match it. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it was. Or was Ingles not uh, restricted? No, he was restricted. Oh, I think okay. he was restricted. I don't. But it was just no. a weird thing where anytime the Orlando Magic are taking a meeting with your free agent, just that's rock. the point. Just walk away. Yeah, yeah. like take him. <laughs> Oh, that's what the Spurs did with Jonathan Simmons. Right. They were like, uh, oh, you're oh, yeah. negotiating with them? We're just going to renounce you and not worry about it. Like, cause who, well, who did they draft this year? Jonathan? Isaac. Isaac. I think he'll be good, but like. But he plays the same position went, as Aaron Gordon. I just wish he went to a different I think team. Should be a four. Yeah, yeah, but so's Isaac. I think he should be a three. Well, luckily they signed Jonathan Simmons to block one of them. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he's a sh- he's a shooting guard, I thought. Simmons? Yeah, I think. So. I I mean, I just I'm just making fun of him for no reason. <laughs> no, uh, he'll play. The and t- also, he's they're going to start at the that two. Mario yeah. kid. The uh, can't play apparently. Zonia? Well, yeah, what happened? I think he could ball. They went to Orlando. It's the saddest place in the world. That's another guy that him. Okafor and like Collie Stein are three guys that I'm like, just fucking put them on the trade block. Let let somebody else take them. Those let, are yeah. all guys I think could maybe be something somewhere else. Yeah, yes. anywhere else. Give them like anywhere else to go. Who goes but, like, to Orlando when gets better? Vucevic. Vucevic was well, like he, the same though. <laughs> well, was he? Was he with a different team? Before? Yeah, he was on the, oh, the Sixers. Sixers. But I don't think he ever played. I think No, they... no, he played on the Sixers. Really? Oh, he played a year and then they traded yeah. him? Yeah. Oh. I thought he was like I thought a he was pick like that got traded. No, no, no. He was he played. He was he had a good he had a good rookie area. I think he made an all rookie team. Huh. Oh man. What a weird Yeah, that's a that's a sad thing every time are that you, comes out, by the sure way. Are you sure you're not thinking of Ilya Oh no, I know. No, I'm. Uh, look, I was high on Nick Vucevic <laughs> because I was like, I think he's the best player. I think that he's the best. Like, this is an actual. Like, I liked him better than Bynum. I was like, I don't get that trade. Oh, and you liked Mo Harkless from the jump. Too. Uh, yeah, I also liked Mo. Although Harkless. he never played in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. It's weird that. Oh, also, that's the new Knicks GM, by the way, is the guy who was overseeing the pick, the drafting of Hazonia Oladipo. Uh, I thought he was with Gordon. the Kings. He was for like three months, but he was like Rob Hennigan's top lieutenant in Orlando. Yeah, so because I like what he did with the Kings in the short time he was there. Well, it, was, it seemed great. Yeah, and maybe that's just Rob. And maybe Hennigan, maybe that's was... what he because I mean you can't really like if we were all judged on the decisions of our bosses like that would be shitty. Yeah, and <laughs> it actually seems like the Orlando problem is player development. Because none of those oh. picks look be- – it's all guys who are like, like yeah, man, Efford Payton can do all this stuff. Just he just needs to be a mediocre shot. A dude who I, like, really had any belief in. The only guy I really liked was Gordon when Gordon, they picked yeah. him. And I think he's – like, that's another guy where I'm like, all right, if the Celtics want to target somebody like him, um, that's a power forward that I think would fit perfectly. Yeah. Um, back to Gordon Hayward though. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, uh, sorry. The no, no. Don't, don't apologize. Uh, why did Danny Ainge take him to Panera Bread after That's they signed? Spot. That's where. Danny no, I thought Chipotle goes. was his spot Dan- though. He has a Chipotle Listen, black you card. Mix him up. You got to You got to You got to <laughs> switch things up. He apparently fucks with Panera and Waltham as well. He he's got to keep it spread out. Where's Where's Danny Ainge from? Utah. Utah. He is from Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
well, that's it. Like he he grew up without condiments, yeah, or caffeine. So like, I mean, I've I've been. To, have you been to Utah before? I haven't. I've, I've been no weirdly a couple. Oh, wait, I think times. I drove through it on my way out here. Yeah. Um. I once went to. So the the two weirdest Utah things were uh, 2002 Olympics, only Caucasian ticket scalpers, and. <laughs> I went to a Mexican restaurant, which had, um, well, first, an all-white staff, which was also incredible. Uh, (laughs) Because I do believe Utah has, like, a Latino population, but they were just like, not here. even an Italian restaurant. (laughs) If I went into an Italian restaurant and there were all blonde people, I'd be like, this isn't. Yeah, what this are we? What are we doing? Here? Is this village of the damned? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get murdered here. This is a trap. And they just had like half the dishes involved a potato somehow. I was like, why do you have so many tot options at this Mexican restaurant? <laughs> but yeah, Danny Ainge has a has a Chipotle black card. You guys know that, right? I've I've heard. Yeah. So like he can he can just any any menu item. Doesn't he just matter. eats for free at oh. Chipotle as many times as he wants. I don't know how you get those, but Danny Ainge has one. Which, the fine fine folks at Beloco, which is the the alternative to Chipotle in Boston, which is much better. Uh You're you're dropping the ball here. Beloco, get your shit in order and and send Danny Ainge that black card. That food probably has too much flavor, though. God. It's... It's the best. It it's, used to. It doesn't try. Like that's the thing about about Beloco. It does. It doesn't try to be Mexican food. It's like you want a buffalo chicken burrito. Here you go, yeah. bitch. You want mm-hmm. Memphis barbecue and a burrito. <laughs> Here you go, bitch. We're not. We're not a Mexican spot. We just make burritos. Yeah. Whatever you want, it's what we do. It used to make me insane when people would go to Chipotle in San Francisco. I never go like, there. How? Oh, especially San Francisco. Especially on the West Coast. Like, like if you go to Chipotle in Boston, like I get it. There's no Mexican people mm-hmm. around. I get you want something close. But fuck you for ever setting foot in a West Coast Chipotle. Chipotle, you, you can go to like rural California spots and there's like a great Mexican restaurant downtown. Yeah. And it's like every city cheaper. in the state. It's probably half the price yes. of Chipotle. What the fuck are you doing? Go there, to a truck. Their rice, Chipotle's rice offends offensive. me. Offensive. Just a crime. It's white. Oh, don't put white rice on a burrito. It is upsetting. Back to Danny Ainge. Uh, here's my question, though. If you just signed a maximum contract in the NBA, wouldn't you be a little wary that the guy who gave you that contract is now taking you to Panera Bread, though? For lunch? <laughs> yeah, for, I'm still... For lunch? That doesn't work. A celebratory lunch at Panera Bread maybe, is so depressing. Maybe that wasn't a celebratory lunch. Maybe they were going to fucking <laughs> Capitol Grill or something later in the night. Maybe they had something nice planned. I don't know. But what I do know is that... I mean, Pat Riley would have taken say, him... Hey, Let's go. Yeah, and guess what? Guess who Pat Riley signed? Dick off. Yeah. He didn't say who did he get? Fucking Kelly Olenek. Good yeah. luck to you. Well, and you know, you have to understand too that Gordon Hayward went from Indianapolis to Salt Lake City. Yeah. So again, fair point. He has to Everything's ease his way yeah. into he's flavor. Ease his way into the he, spice. He'll get his taste buds will get the bends yeah. if he goes and eats something delicious. 
It'll be like fucking Len Bias, but with spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was It was the first time he ever had a seasoning. <laughs> it was just all gone they too didn't soon. Sign that contract. <laughs> he, sh- he didn't even sign the contract yet, and he had one spice. We found umami in his system. And, we uh, found, yeah, we found fucking, we found time in his system. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was it. That was it for fucking old Gordon. He had one, <laughs> one spice and dead. <laughs> It could happen to you. <laughs> You'll become the cautionary tale to be a 30 for 30. <laughs> called Spiceless. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Um, I really wish Panera people gave dead. enough of a shit about sports that I could just talk like this for 10 minutes on the stage. Because, God damn it, it would be yeah, fun. Yeah. There's so many good basketball <laughs> jokes that I have that I'm just like, oh, if only an audience gave a shit. <laughs> So here's my question. <laughs> Back to Danny. <laughs> yes. Here's my question for you. Um, when is he going to do something? He signed Gordon fucking Hayward. I know, but I think we got to back up. He got Al Horford and Gordon Hayward for free. I guess. Yeah, for But nothing. he's still going to run out of roster it's spots. A city, it's a city where the Celtics haven't signed a big free agent in 20 20- When's a, I can't even think of the last big free agent the Celtics signed because every time they got somebody good, it was by trade. Mm-hmm. They got McHale by trade. They got Parrish by trade. They got KG. Uh, they got KG by trade. They got Allen by trade. Uh, the rest of the guys that either either drafted or the, nobody's signed. Nobody's gone to Boston willingly. Mm-hmm. And maybe now people Ainge are, was Ainge himself the, or did they the draft him? Maybe it's the guys they're taking. Maybe it's the the success. Maybe it's the fact that they have a lot of shit still. And these guys go, I could go there, and they still have the shit to trade for, to be better. Mm-hmm. And I, also, I can talk to those, you know, I maybe I can be the one to talk to that guy and be like, hey, this is the place to come. Fucking wave that no trade clause or fucking just ease this process. Come here. This is the, we all want to come here. Does it seem like, like, is that, do you think it's the organization or do you think maybe like Boston, the city is more appealing than it used to be. No, Boston the city is on the fucking decline. Dude. <laughs> right. Ever since that dig, dude. It's <laughs> no, it's been the last. Ever the since last, they finished that dig, the it's last been bad. Five years, especially. It's the third highest uh, housing market right now, so it's just behind New York and uh, and um, in San Francisco. It's not fun. Everything closes mm-hmm. early. Yeah. Nothing sustains. Like, there's no, like, good places just die. And yeah. The, the ones that are good that survive, you just get bored of going to. Mm-hmm. People are dickheads. It <laughs> snows. Everyone's a dick. Everyone, Everyone's a fucking dickhead there. Everyone's just a fucking asshole. I like all the people who fucking leave it because they can recognize, like... What the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> Staying there as long as we did. It's it's an okay place, and I'll root for their fucking sports companies. <laughs> but for the most part, <laughs> I don't give a shit about you people. I'm going back there next week. I'm not even fucking telling most of you. <laughs> I don't want to do any of your fucking shows. I'm going there for four days. I don't give a shit. I don't want to do any of your shit. All right? <laughs> so if you, see, if you see a fucking Facebook post that says I'm in Boston... Just ignore it. Just pretend you didn't see it. I don't care about I'm not going to go through my phone and fucking remove geotagging or whatever the fuck it is. I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't care to see any of you. 
All right. Get on my flight. I'm gonna go see my family, and I'm gonna turn around and go back home where I fucking belong, amongst the fucking sane, <laughs> amongst amongst the people who won't stab each other for fucking rooting for a different sports company, for for being like, oh, you like the sports company from New York? Ah, you fucking ah, you like having sex with men? Is what you like doing? That's what you like doing. I hate you all. It's it's fine because you probably don't know how to download a podcast anyways because you're all a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> Can't fucking read. So are you going to miss Kelly Olenek? <laughs> Wish him the best. Wish him the best in his fucking endeavors. Listen, Dave I'm Dave. another guy like Evan Turner. I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy he got paid. I really liked what he did while he was with the team. There were moments where he brought me great joy. Mm-hmm. That that playoff game where he put up fucking thirty or whatever mm-hmm. it was, that's a that I I can't say that's a moment I'll forget. Mm-hmm. Like there, right. you know, there's got fucking Mark Bellhorn had moments that I remember, and Mark mm-hmm. Bellhorn sucks. <laughs> Mark Bellhorn is a piece of shit. He looks like fucking Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> and you know what? There's some times where I'll look back on him fondly, but for the mm-hmm. most part. I say, fuck that guy. Kelly Olenek, I look back on you fondly. I don't say, fuck you. You did some pretty cool shit. Dave has a theory that Kelly Olenek is going to get real tan in Miami. I hope he does. Like, like he's going to get a fucking tat, a sleeve of tats. (laughs) What did Dave actually describe the color as? Uh, did like, you say mocha? I, he's gonna look yeah. like the crispy, ch- the crispy chicken colonel. He's yeah, gonna, exactly. That's what he's gonna look yeah, like. he's gonna look like the crispy colonel because he's he's very pale. But if you think about it, you're like, well, he lived in Canada, yeah, he's Spokane, and <laughs> Boston. Like, not a maybe lot of, he's like not a, a lot real bronzing opportunity. Yeah, maybe maybe he's like really gonna look great. <laughs> I do wonder if like maybe he gets to Miami and someone's like. You know, um, we've made some advances in haircutting technology. <laughs> let, him keep, um, let him keep the flow. I like it. He's doing all right for himself. He should shave that thing on his face, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, that's that's beauty. I don't care about the hair. It's the beard. Yeah. All right. And so we've got two more things to ask you. Yeah. The last one is we, we're going to start asking every guest this. Yeah. What is your hottest NBA take right now? Probably that I don't want Carmelo Anthony. I feel like a lot of teams want him, mm-hmm. and I know he's a top twenty player. And what we'd have to give up would probably be less than what we'd get back because he's a guy that averages twenty points and you know close to ten rebounds, whatever. But I don't want him at all. Yeah, I don't want to give him the minutes. I don't want to give him the shots. I don't want. I just don't like. I don't like. I don't. Let somebody else take him. Yeah. No, I actually think that's not that hot of a take. That's really? a fair take. I feel yeah. like everybody's like, do it. I don't. He's he's a guy that seems like he has such a different reputation among NBA players and like NBA analytics or media people because you hear like players talking about like, oh, he bonded at the Olympics. Jimmy Butler was talking about how excited he was to be friends with him and working out. And it's Maybe like the Knicks have just beaten the life out of him. Maybe yeah, that is it. Could be it. Um I don't know. I 
It's uh, he never should have resigned there. Sean, what's your hottest NBA take right now? My hottest, I mean, my hottest NBA take always is that I hate the jump ball. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like you just have some ref that doesn't know how to do it. It's fine at the start of the game, but like I you might as just, well just like throw really, a ten-sided die. I, I hate the die. jump ball too, and you know what? I think it should be like baseball, where the the uh, or actually, you know, I think it should be home team starts with the ball first. Uh-huh. Away team gets in the second quarter. Away team yeah. gets in the third quarter, and the home team gets in the fourth. Yeah, or and in, then jump balls do a fucking possession arrow. Yes, I yes that that would be exactly my position. Or you know, what no, would be it, even better is if they uh, for jump. You know what? I have a fucking better idea for jump balls, uh-huh. and it would take less time, and it would be much cooler. Here's what you do: if you're the team that had possession on the jump ball, you have to go to half court. Mm-hmm. The five guys on the other team are lined up at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Dodge ball. If you hit them, <laughs> it's your ball. If you miss, it's their ball. Yeah, that's great. That's fucking dope. Or like, te- yeah, te- anything that's... Anything is better make than it a jump ball. A jump, jump ball, like even when like it's one, it's just like, all right, nothing's going to happen right away. Oh, hey, he was taller. Reset. Or, oh, that guy cheated, but no one wants to see a second jump ball, so we're just going to let it go. I want, like, obviously that's the most idiotic idea I could possibly think Mm -hmm. of, but it's also, like, an idea that makes as much sense and is more fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's still better. A jump ball just feels like something where, like, well, we developed this when we had to take the ball out of a peach basket anyway, so uh, let's just have that same guy jump. Five foot eight. Yeah. Okay. All right. Two guys that hate the jump ball. All right. Yeah, it's time. I hate the possession arrow, but I'm not going to defend it right now. Um, I mean, it just feels like a a jump ball is fundamentally unjust. Yeah. And a possession arrow at least is like, yeah, stuff's random. Taking turns. You take turns. Yeah. I don't want to take turns. That's how the fucking. But like a jump ball is like having like. Arrow works currently like. If I win the tip-off in the first quarter, like, you get it in the second quarter. Yeah, but it's because you, like, won some piece of skill. But it's not even... But, it's, but the problem is... that you I, don't get it for the next look, two. Look, I if understand. They, if you won the jump ball, and they were like, you get it for all four quarters. That makes sense. But, mm-hmm. like, this way doesn't. All right. Uh, all right. It's time for our final... We've got a new game. We yes. used to we used to match the Warriors up against fantasy t- uh, super teams. Uh, but... New- Once they were more dominant in the regular NBA than they even were against, like, the Warriors- Senators. Yeah. The know? Warriors would have smoked every team that's ever played basketball. Listen, <laughs> people are fucking idiots. And everybody does this shit where they're like, oh, the old teams are better. Listen, Babe Ruth hit 700 home runs. And he had to do so against guys who fucking just got off a shift working as a bus driver. Uh-huh. Like he, mm-hmm. he didn't play against any black people. Played against guys with fucking iron lung who didn't know how to fucking lift weights, who smoked cigarettes between mm-hmm. pitches. Oh, like also every if- athlete today is better than the one that preceded them. And like LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. If LeBron James had to play against Michael Jordan at the same time, LeBron James would have kicked the shit yeah. out of Michael Jordan. And saying differently isn't. A, a fucking like isn't saying that Michael Jordan isn't good. It's saying that he played at a different yeah. time. Everybody, like everybody who makes music today, is better than the people who made music. <laughs> like, 
like, yeah, there are some fucking songs from the 1960s that are fucking better than the ones today. Yeah. But they're very few and far between. Most mm-hmm. of them are talking about, like, fucking chewing bubblegum with your favorite yeah. gal, and you go, this is fucking garbage. Right. Like, there's so many songs where I just go, this is fucking just mindless drivel. Uh-huh. Well, and the, the Babe Ruth thing, too, it's like, again, I think, like, you know, baseball started maybe for real in maybe 1947. No, not but, even. But not probably, even, like, probably like the mid seventies. Seventies, and yeah. I would argue that it's a completely different game. But the nineties is when it it became what it is. Today. And people were like, "Oh, don't just swing at everything." Yeah. Okay. We're like, sti- uh. like, yeah, we're like statistics <laughs> and like strategy and like shit really mattered instead of just being like, "Oh, fucking time to go do my job." As people, a fucking hitter. People also mm-hmm. don't realize, like, what total trash baseball used to be, where it was like, well, what happened when, uh, how did Babe Ruth hit so many home runs? Well, if the ball bounced over the fence, it counted as a home run. And uh, how far was the wall in Crap. his home park? 250 feet. Yeah. So, oh, like, wait, why didn't he what? hit a, why didn't he hit a thousand yeah. home runs? <laughs> like, like, he kind of underperformed. And even, like, you look at Cy Young, and it's like, Wow, oh, like how did how those guys in the 1900s had Honus Wagner get so many hits? It's like, well, foul balls weren't strikes <laughs> until 1920. So, you know. Um So anyway, uh we have a new game. We're no oh, yeah, longer pitting the Warriors against each other. New season, new game. Uh we played our first one was last episode, and this game is called What is Blank Doing Right Now? <laughs> And last week we played What is Vivek Ranadive, the owner of the Kings, doing uh-huh. right now? Sean said he was sitting in a Vegas casino <laughs> attempting to count cards playing blackjack while wearing uh, those sunglasses with the hologram. But really bottom. low stakes, But insisting so. that the dealer only give him one card because he uh-huh. thinks that's a competitive advantage <laughs> somehow. Uh, hey, can we only have four guys on the court and just one cherry? <laughs> that fucking idiot. <laughs> what in the... Oh yeah, we're. Oh, how about we do basketball like this? We just have one guy not play and just stand by the hoop, and yeah. we'll throw it to him. <laughs> you fucking idiot! Uh, Eric Freeman uh, told a story. Writer for Ball Don't Lie told a story about making a joke about Vivek Ranadive, and then Vivek calling him, uh, <laughs> and then reneging on his invitation to sit in the luxury box. And the I said that he was trying to figure out a way to connect his. Uh, North Face sweatshirts to the robot at the Golden One Arena, so the robot will bring him drinks when he's thirsty or whatever. And I won. The winner uh, was Robot Clothes. Yeah. So Dubaroo, mark it down. Joey won last week, but now we've got to figure out our game this week, uh, and we're gonna play a game called "What Is Kevin Garnett Doing Right Ooh. This Minute." All right. What is Kevin Garnett doing this minute? Okay, so I imagine that right now he's planning on redecorating Area 21, Mm -hmm. and the way he's doing that is looking at Ikea's website and yelling at himself every time (laughs) he sees, like, an item that looks really good to him, but he's, he's trying to incorporate the Swedish name mm-hmm. too. So he's just like, yeah, yeah, you motherfucking Kielasa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how Kevin Garnett doesn't have a fucking job, like a job coaching yet. 
He was, uh, he was like freelancing last year. I think yeah. he was working for the He worked the for Clips. like three teams, I think. Really? Cause, yeah. And I know some people who hate Area 21, and I don't get it. I don't get that either. It's like, how do you it's not? It's not as good as it should be, though. That's well, my problem. With the, ideally, he is with Rashid every I week. Think, yeah. <laughs> I think the thing with, like, if you buy League Pass, mm-hmm. there should be just at all times an option to hear what Kevin Garnett's saying at that exactly. given moment. Uncensored. Night, yeah. Uncensored, I should be able to hear what Kevin Garnett has to say about what's going on. Mm-hmm. I agree. I also agree. Uh, and I think, here's what I think Kevin Garnett is doing right now. I think he's listening to Jodeci and just staring off into the horizon while wearing a hoodie. Is he wearing, like, Beats headphones, do you think? Yes, yeah. but... They're connected to a disc man okay. still. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you think Kevin Garnett is doing right this minute? Kevin Gar- probably growling at, at <laughs> Probably growling and swearing and <laughs> punching something. I don't know. Like, that's what he does. I, like, because I think the Celtics assistant coach just left, and I'm praying that Pierce or Garnett is the one to... To get in that spot, but I don't know how that'll vibe with. You Stevens. don't want Pierce to be a coach. I do. <laughs> I do. I like. Why? Why would? You, why do you not? Does he still live in Boston? No, I think he's living out here now. No, okay. he works for ESPN. He just signed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh right, 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 right. Deal. I was just wondering, like, like, did he? Does he still have like a home in Boston? He probably sold it. Oh yeah, I'm sure he, sure he probably does. Yeah. It's uh. I don't know why you'd you'd want to, but some people still like to live there. <laughs> They're idiots, but all right. So your options. Oh, I d- by the way, I just realized like Kevin Garnett would be so abusive to the IKEA website because it's a euro. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are your options for what are Kevin Garnett. Look at look. Go to Round Ball Rock. Round, Round Rock, Rock Pod. Round Rock Pod at Jesus Twitter. Jesus Christ. At, uh, at Round Rock Pod for that poll. Help us decide a winner. What did I, what did I pick? Yelling and growling. Yeah, growling. You, growling. Growling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's either swearing at the uh, swearing, swearing at, at IKEA. IKEA.com, uh, listening to Jodeci and staring off into the horizon, or growling. growling. Um, <laughs> And remember, Dubaru, I am currently 1-0 and because uh, <laughs> you've got to keep track of your scores here. Now, it's our show, plug time. Mike, what do you want to plug? I've got nothing to plug uh, currently. I j- on deck, did, uh, dude. The next on, on deck, deck was last, last week. Uh, oh, so on deck, uh, August 19th is the next one. Every third Saturday, we run a show uh, called On Deck at Nerdist Showroom at Meltdown Comics and Collectibles. Uh, it is at nine o'clock. We got a great lineup for the next one. Uh, David Bory, I believe, is on the next one. Oh, future guest, future round ball rock yeah. guest. That's uh, and there's other names I can't think of right now because I usually book when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I usually it's whoever's whoever's drinking with me that I'm just like, you're a sweet boy. You get to be on the show. <laughs> uh, or you know, because it's it's uh. The problem is, is it's usually white men, and I have to be like, I can get you in in like four months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I try to keep it under. We try, we have a a two white ma- a straight white man rule. Yeah, of of the six that we book, we can only have two straight white men each month. So it gets a little. It's tricky. a good rule though. And it and it 
And it's one that would hurt me if it applied to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But it's got to be there. I mean, you know, you got to have some disadvantage in your life for once. You know what? As a straight white man. If this is going to be the biggest hardship we face, I think we'll get over it. <laughs> I think we'll get by. Uh, Sean, anything you want to plug? Uh, the business every Monday. We have a super dude heavy lineup this Monday, but I believe one at least one is homosexual. So at least there you go. At least there's that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there with a fucking clipboard. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I'll be at the Sonoma County Fair on August fourth at eight o'clock. Weird direction. <laughs> I think it's, it's a lo- it's a Loganitas thing. Are you opening for like Bob Seger and the I Silver am- Bullet Band? <laughs> I mean, I was hoping for. At least the news, if not Huey Lewis as well. Oh, so uh, a comedian I know opened for Brian Adams. Oh, shit. Oh, Summer yes. of 69, yeah. am I right? So <laughs> I did something in real life that made him block me on Twitter somehow. What do you know what it is? Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. What it is. <laughs> I know. Of course, I know exactly what I did. Okay. 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 Brian Adams. He this was like five years ago. Uh-huh. I'm at a bar on the cape and we're fucking enjoying ourselves and Brian Adams walks into the bar with his fucking guitar and sits down and starts playing. Nobody asked him to. Oh my Nobody God. commissioned him to. Nobody even was like, hey, you with the guitar, you gonna fucking play that? He just uh-huh. sat down and fucking broke that and thing. And started open. singing that song from uh, uh, Robin the Hood Prince Robin of Robin <laughs> Yeah. So everybody starts giving him, like, I figured out, like, I figured out it's fucking Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. I, or no, no, not Brian Adams. Ryan Adams. Oh, this wanna, is Ryan oh, Adams. Oh, that's okay. Right. This that's makes a lot okay. more sense. Ryan Adams is not the dickhead. It's Ryan. Yeah, Adams yeah. This makes this makes more sense. He's Ryan shaking Adams. down Mandy Moore for money right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's a real fucking scoundrel. Yeah. So anyway, somebody does. He immediately fucking... wrote a song about loving New York, like. Two weeks after 9-11. No. <laughs> shot that. That was before. But, uh, like, everybody picks up on the fact 9/11 that, it, Adams. that it's Ryan. Right. Everybody picks up on the fact that it's Ryan Adams, not Brian Adams. And it, but they start doing the thing that everybody does when they see Ryan Adams is yell, play Summer of 69. Uh-huh. Which uh-huh. Is the thing yeah, he hates that. He hates. Famously. He does, he does kind of a nice cover. So of when he got, he gets furious. Uh-huh. Furious. <laughs> I stood up and yelled, please forgive me, which is another That's Brian Adams. That's hilarious. <laughs> he stormed out, and we never saw him again. But then I found out I was blocked by him. I don't know if it was related, but it was, like, very close proximity to the time where I was like, how like, how would that? <laughs> I've never done anything to you otherwise, except the time that I bullied you in real life. God. <laughs> That really cuts like a knife, I gotta say. <laughs> um, well, I'm definitely not gonna top that story, and I also have nothing to plug except for my Twitter. Oh, thank God! Where you can follow me, as always, at Frankie Muniz. <laughs> where this week I tweeted: Two days ago, my left eye was twitching. Yesterday, my right eye was twitching. Today, both eyes are twitching. Punch me, please. Uh, boy, he it, uh, again. <laughs> I just hope Frankie Muniz gets the help that was, he needs. Because I remember I saw you guys doing that once, and I was like, wait, there's like four more that you guys didn't yeah. do that oh, I yeah. know it's, of. It's, and then I was like, 
I think my favorite one is when he hits his knee going over a motorcycle and, and throws oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's but, the best one. But the whole saga of him hunting scorpions in his backyard <laughs> and breaking his foot is pretty amazing. God damn. All right. He's, he had to give up those those Clippers tickets. <laughs> well, he lives in Scottsdale. He's now a Phoenix Coyotes super fan. <laughs> yeah. And apparently has golfed with Kurt Warner once. So and he's, played he's, football. He broke a rib playing foot to, uh, touch football at Kurt Warner's house. He tweeted that one. Then you're a fucking dork. <laughs> How are you breaking bones playing touch football, you fucking idiot? <laughs> All right. Brian Cranston just fucking takes a belt to you like somebody should have. Like, your real dad should have. Your fucking TV dad just needs to beat some fucking sense into you. All right, trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go home. I'm going to tell you a story. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.